afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. That means the boys are at Hollow Spirits. That's what that means. Yeah, baby. Van, how are you, brother? Doing so well. I absolutely love this establishment. I love the food here. I love the drink here. And there's a special reason we're here today, Fred. Okay, I mean, why are we at Hollow Spirits? Hollow man? Spirits is dropping the new menu Stop today. It. Stop your mouth. And Stop look, Fred, mouth. that's not just food. That is also new drinks and drink specials. So come join drink. the boys. Uh, we're here till 7. And you know what? Probably longer. Yeah, well, probably I mean, longer. Yeah, bring one to me if you come here to me here because I am here. I am Fred Slow. You are Van Nunley. Back at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, Steph Griffin. Steph, how are you? Hello, sir. I am doing great. Aw, that's nice. That's I love nice. you bringing that energy already. I agree with that. Vital on assignment. Vital I'm, I'm, uh, will be on assignment. I'm excited to be here with you guys rest today. Of the week. Rest of the week. So, I mean, Steph, you're I mean, basically a regular at this point. That's how I feel about it. Well, I'm not trying to take any spots, but I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Some friends of the show are filling out already at Hollow Spirits. Doors open at 3 during the week. They open at 11 on the weekends, and uh, we're going to be enjoying this one all day long. we got a long list of guests that will be joining us, including John Lopez at 5 o'clock. 5.30, Robert Gallegos of the Blue Tails, who they had their professional debut last weekend, two weekends ago. Two weekends ago. Time flies, man. Sure does. Yeah, they had their professional debut. So basketball is up and running here in Albuquerque. We're excited about that. And then a just like a plethora of guests from Hollow Spirits will be joining us today. And we're going to talk about the new menu. We're going to talk about the new drink situation. And similar to what we're doing with Cumulus at Cottonwood Mall this upcoming Saturday, Hollow Spirits has an effort as well. And they are taking donations for fire victims and those that were affected uh, in the northern New Mexico area, including socks, underwears, Clorox wipes, diapers, wipes, toiletries such as toothpaste, toothbrushes, shampoos, feminine hygiene products, uh, Visa gift cards. Ooh, that's now, a good one. And there's a drop-off bin here at Hollow Spirits, uh, gift cards for restaurants, those kind of things, where if you want to stop by and see your boys and make a donation, all those items will be headed up this weekend to the Las Vegas, New Mexico area, which I think I mentioned before is a very important part of my life. And, and those are going to be the individuals helping that. You know, the Fred, the boys the, the boys of Two Men On also are taking Visa gift cards. This but whatever we receive, we're totally yes, going to give to the donation yeah, basket. Not, not what the, uh, whatever you give to us, we're giving straight to Hollow Spirits to benefit the fine people of northern New Mexico who are going through, uh, well, a hardship, Fred. The, they, are, they are going through a little bit, a little technical adjustment here. Steph, how do I sound? Am I the sound right there? Is that what you needed? Yes, you sound awesome. Thank you. Well, thank you. I just, I'm trying real hard on my end. Fred, you sound great to me, Tough. but I'm a little partial. <laughs> Tough loss for the Isotopes today, day game baseball. Uh, couldn't put a run on the board, and they take an eight-run loss to the Bees. It, is, uh, it has not been day game success for the Isotopes yet this season. 
Well, I mean, it's been successful for me because, like, I have a really good time at the lab during day okay, games. and that's not. The friendship and camaraderie we all have at the ballpark and, mm-hmm. you know, beer. That's <laughs> Say beer is one of the vitals to this one. I love well, how he added that. Five. <laughs> it's top five for one sure. Of the big reasons. But pre- Fred, you listed off so many amazing guests we have on today, yeah. and you left off a couple. No, I did not. Star of TV and radio, KOBTV's very own Brandon Ortega. Oh my god! Will oh my join god! Us. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Speaking of beer, he might join us for a beer. I don't know when this, he's got to go on air, but I'm gonna try to pour one on. So him. the FCC rules, little inside baseball. You and I can have a beer, but Steph Griffin cannot because she's the one. Who presses the buttons? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like operating a forklift. That is true. So when's, yeah. when's Chef coming on to talk about this new menu? Uh, they haven't decided yet. They're going to okay. see who's busy when. But we have three wonderful guests from Hollow Spirits, and well, Fred, we got more because we got five Duke City Gladiators going to come hang Shut out with us up. at Hollow Spirits. Who's coming out? Cut it up and have some fun. Players or personnel? Um, it's going to be a little mix of both. Okay, I like that a lot. And we don't have enough headphones to put them all. Oh, you don't but, know. Uh, I brought some extra. I'll take a, I'll take a, <laughs> I'll take a break. I'll take a segment off so we can get some more away. gladiators on. So, well, there's a lot going on in the IFL world as well, including a uh, recent New, uh, New Mexico Highlands graduate Ramon Atkins, the quarterback, has just been lighting the league on fire, and the boys are in the mix. So we're excited for what the gladiators are doing. We got a fun invite today, Van. You and I, alongside J.J. Buck of The Morning Show, Robert Gibson, our often co-host, and Amory Castillo of The Morning Show, we will be playing in the media softball game at Isotopes Park on June the 18th, Van, where you and I and stars of TV and stars of print alongside us, who I identify as stars of radio, will be playing in the media softball game immediately before the Isotopes game on June the 18th. It's a Saturday. So we're going to get out there and, and enjoy that and laugh a lot and have a lot of fun with that. And, I mean, if we're going to be honest, you're basically a dead ringer out there. And, and you're going you're gonna to hit your first professional rec softball home run at Isotopes Park. My apologies ahead of time to the case of softballs that mm-hmm. they bought because yeah. they're going to be very much damaged by the time I'm done with yeah, them. Come early. And that's what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the first pitch. I'm going to catch it. I'm going to autograph it. I'm going to throw it back to the pitcher. And then I'm going to tattoo that bad boy in the right center where – because normally I'm Deadpool. Normally yeah, yeah. I'm going to the Pepsi Party Plaza. Okay. But, no, I'm going to go out to the berm where the kids are, and then whatever kid returns that to me, well, that's a free snow cone. I'm going to assume that they're going to move the fences in for us. <laughs> so expect a lot of firepower. If they leave that thing wide open and don't put up a temporary fence – I don't think I have the stamina to leg out triples. This is, oh, no, there's no way. I'm either jogging the first or I'm jogging around the bases. I'm not running. I'm not legging out at triples, okay? Speaking of your jog speed. (laughs) It's it's poor. It's, well, I mean, it's not strong. A 5K, okay? 3.1 miles. Okay. Could you right now today, without any preparation, run a 5K? Um. With no preparation. Yeah. If tomorrow they, if tomorrow, it was, hey, you have to run a – Steph Griffin, I know, could. I have no doubt in my mind. I always but just imagine, like, van- a bear chasing me. Yes. That's okay. I mean – Okay, you can just say Fred. <laughs> you can just say Fred. You that's know, okay. Bear. <laughs> no. that's, but do you, Van, believe that you could successfully, physically, and healthily complete a 5K? And if the answer is yes, do you believe you could do it within 30 to 45 minutes? Uh, I think I could. We, 
little behind the scenes, we just recently had this conversation. Yes. And I think you're trying to bait me into some kind of 5K. 5K. Yeah, well, no. You're, try, you're trying to bait me to say that I could do it, and you're trying to bait me to set a time on air, and then you're like, okay, well, guess what? We're doing it tomorrow, Van. <laughs> Bring your short shorts. This is for charity. Here's I, what I'm saying. I think Van could do a 10-minute mile. That's what I'm saying. I think with ease you could do a 10-minute mile. Yeah. Steph, I am skinny. I am not healthy. There is a difference. <laughs> but what if there's a cheeseburger <laughs> waiting at the end? And you're like, well, I gotta get to that. Well, still, okay, beer. Okay, let's put a beer there. A beer. <laughs> okay, now beer. I'm gonna need beer during, and probably scotch after. So let's you, keep this real. All right. So you're talking a tour de scotch. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, so so in a tour de scotch situation, there you, go. you believe you would be able to successfully. So here, if 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 our standard is 45 minutes, mm-hmm. let me tell you how I will complete it. Okay. I can run. Two miles in about 20, 21 minutes, and then I could walk another mile in 23 minutes <laughs> to complete this 45-minute goal. Because I only got two miles in me. If, if that proverbial bear is chasing me, mm-hmm. I hope he gives up before mile two because I'm going to be a snack. I feel like Freddy Bear is a pretty cool nickname for me. Again, back to being skinny. I'm not going to be a, not a very good meal for a bear. I, all I'm saying, I think I could walk a 10-minute mile. I have gigantic legs. You have gigantic legs. I don't know if you can get the momentum going, though. Five That's o- pretty fast. 505-246-0610. Uh, our friends of the show out there who who are avid 5Kers, reach out to the program. I need to, I need to first of all, I need to learn about training. For a 10-minute mile, you have to run six miles an hour. So we need That's to talk, not that bad. We that need to talk to Hollow Spirits and have them set up like a, th- a, a, a little fake 5K or whatever. And then instead of water... Um, stops they'll be handing out like different spirits that you have to try that's very smart yeah like they're delicious smoked barrel yeah. aged old yes. fashioned yes yeah i was give I was, me all that you got i was in here this morning setting up the technology for the broadcast today and i heard this phrase while i was in here well it tastes like vodka okay <laughs> <laughs> so i believe that's the official how you determine what is vodka and what is not. Is they were talking about spirits, yeah. right? They weren't talking about cheese. The Tour de Vodka, I believe, <laughs> is a very good branding. The yeah, Tour de, Also, Tour yeah. de Scotch is better because Scotch is like the Scottish and Tour de France. There's a lot of – this is a very smart idea we just came up with. So mm-hmm. speaking of Tour Days, yeah. we, um, we were setting up a Tour de Francia right before COVID for, mm-hmm. for charity. That's true. And we need to revisit that because I really want to do that. It's actually a very smart idea. I don't know why we abandoned it. any reason that I could drive a big wheel in circles and (laughs) space bag some Frenzia, please sign me up. A space bag, Steph Griffin, is whenever you take the bladder out of a box wine, the reflective (laughs) aluminum-looking bladder out of a a box wine, think like a – a spaceman's blanket. Yes, sure. Yes. And then you, uh, you in your palm, you grind up some barbiturates and put it into the bag. Okay. Well, well, first off, I don't do that part. Just the just the wine part. <laughs> and then Steph, do not follow his instructions. And then hold it over your head and drink from it, utter style. Yes, that's the important part. That is a space bag. It's like a it beer a shotgun. It's no, no, it's much slower. It's controlled by the gravity of the nozzle and not the vacuum of the shotgun. But wine is stronger than beer, so it all kind of evens out. <laughs> also, did I mention the barbiturates? Okay, don't. 
put barbiturates and alcohol, Albuquerque. No. That's, you, that's you take like, them one at a time like an adult. That's You know I was. <laughs> <laughs> Never crush up your barbiturates. That's like a, <laughs> whenever, uh, you know whenever you have like a niece or a nephew and they're turning 21 and they're like, woo, 21 party. Yeah. And it's like, uh, that's always the one piece of advice I always give. It's like, hey, it's okay to do a shot in a beer. You can do a shot in a beer all night long. Yeah. Do not do a shot in a pill. Do not do a shot in a bump. Like, yes. Like, stay within the shot in the beer lane. And, yeah. and water. And always water. Like Tom Brady said, yes. mix in a little water. A little avocado water. Yeah, you'll, you'll thank yourself <laughs> later. Mix in a little water. Live from Hollow Spirits of the Boys. We're here till 7 o'clock. We got a lot of guests coming in and out of the program today. Brandon Ortega will be joining us in, what, like five minutes? Yeah, sure. So we're going to talk with him. He did the coolest story last night. I don't know if you watched KOB. He did a piece on competitive horse riding, equestrianism. Okay. Jumping and, and I think, dressage. All those words sound correct. Dressage. Dressage. One of them goes on a salad and one of them involves horses. Dressage. Dressage. Isn't that dressage when, like, you wear old-timey clothes? Years ago, Steph Griffin, I used to date a girl who was a competitive dressager, like would dance with horses. She was also a Disney princess. She went to the dressagery. Huh. Yes. Yeah, to do her dressaging. Yes. <laughs> Everyone you dated a Disney Wainwright. princess? <laughs> I did, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm going to look she, at you differently now. This, it was, well, not in a positive way after, <laughs> like, if you knew all the details of this relationship. But she was a competitive horse dancer huh. and a Disney princess. I don't know if you know this, Stephanie, but after you retire from being a Disney princess, the wave doesn't go away. No, no. You just do the wave like she, that forever. So she would, whenever she would turn a corner, Steph Griffin, she would step with the opposite side foot to the corner in front of the near-sided foot to the corner, do a complete pirouette around the corner, and then open up her palm and hand to the masses. Oh, no. And this is a thing she would just do, like, in a hallway, a regular hallway. <laughs> Fred, you really outed yourself today. You know about pirouettes and dressage. I told you. Okay, I, know your audience. Part of my life. <laughs> We're tuning on live from Hollow Spirits. Come hang out with your boys. First in Mountain, That's what is that what it is? First yeah, in Mountain? One block north of Mountain. One block north of Mountain. So that could be any road. Marble. First in Marble. Not a mountain, the road mountain. Ah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. So come hang out with us. We're going to be here up until 7 o'clock. Probably hang out a little bit later. New menu, new drinks. We're going to talk about all of that whenever the time comes. Joining us on the program, a lot of fun guests today. So we hope you're in and out. We're going to do some NFL talk. Obviously, Major League Baseball, big reaction to the NHL playoffs last night. We're here till 7 because... Ice Topes took a tough L during Dave Game Baseball. Two men on live from Hollow Spares, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. We start our days at the YMCA of Central Mexico, and I'm drinking this drink here, Van, with a little bit of Teller Vodka. Yeah, yeah. You know all about that. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live from Hollow Spirits. Brendan Ortega was on New Mexico time. So I uh, hope he's tuned into the broadcast in the car. I can read whatever. So there's this thing inside baseball that Van always does during the broadcast where he'll try to show me a text, stuff, but then he'll slowly move his phone away, and, like, there's no way to focus at all on what is said. So what's the update on that text, Van? Well, I, I just always assume that you have the reading comprehension of a normal adult. And then you could just, like, read it immediately when I show you. Almost like he 
cannot learn over the many years that we've been doing this that that is not a technique that works. Well, I just keep hoping that you take, like, hooked on phonics or something and your reading comprehension improves. So the update is what on Brandon Ortega? He's on his way. He took a took a wrong turn at Abiquickie. Well, there you go. There you have it. So Brandon Ortega will be joining us ever so soon, and then uh, we'll have a lot of fun talking with him. Big NFL signing van, former Giants Pro Bowler James Bradbury has agreed to terms with the Eagles. It's one year. It's 10 mil. This is kind of the biggest post-draft free agency move thus far. I am a big fan of defensive backs because I think the only position that matters is wide receivers. And if you're going to overpay at one position, which is wide receiver, and you should, you then have to equally overpay at the defensive back position. And $10 million to me seems like an overpayment for one year. But if you can get a pro bowler in that division to cover some of the talent that's out there, I think this keeps the Eagles in the mix. Uh, The Eagles had a really strong draft. I mean, they got A.J. Brown. That was a huge move. This is a make-or-break year for Jalen Hurts. And, I mean, other side of the ball, they're looking good. I mean, they got got some good momentum. Uh, It's a soft division. Sorry, Cowboys fan. You're not as good as you think you are. Mm -hmm. The Cowboys have been preying on a soft division for years now. And the Eagles are going to continue to be more and more competitive. And this is another smart move by their front office. It's a super cool move, too, because I really like that not only do you, like, drive the knife in, but I'm a big fan of twisting it. And that's what I feel like the Eagles are doing against the Giants. Because if they're if you're going to take talent, take talent from within division. Because sure. there's so many advantages to that. And I, th- I think I have talked to you about this before. Perhaps in professional sports, the worst franchise is the New York Giants. I don't know if there's even a close second. I think the New York... Maybe the team that beat Tom Brady twice? Uh, well, you're talking about Eli Manning. So Eli Manning beat Tom Brady twice. Well, no, you get of uh, Michael Strahan and Usi Umanyora mm, beat Tom Brady. No, no, those names don't ring a bell. Eli, Eli tried really hard to lose. The uh, No, he threw one pass over the middle that was caught on the top of David Tyree's helmet. I don't know if you recall that. And that was New York are cheaters, just like the Yankees. And he just coated his helmet in pine tar. Used to be everybody knows that. Used to be the Washington Redskins, uh, but since they turned it around with Commanders, and I believe they're going to get rid of Snyder. I'm going to go with the Giants. I think the Giants are the worst run NFL franchise. Worse than the Commanders. Worse than the Daniel Snyder led. As soon as Snyder's out, I'm the biggest Commanders fan out there. The second he's gone, that's my new squad. Well, he's going to use everything within his arsenal to fight getting kicked out of the league. He deserves Amber Heard's lawyers. But he, <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, he's going to have way better lawyers than Amber Heard, that's for sure. Because Here's a, for him to last this long shows that he's got a very strong legal team already. The, the kind of a fun thing about the NFL cap and the way it works is, yes, Bradbury gets $10 million from uh, from the Eagles. He's still drawing like $11 million from the Giants. Smart. Yeah. Yeah. This is why Mayfield won't get cut. This is that whole thing where it's it's the first thing, you know, the Eagles are like, hey, we can afford that. We can do that. That won't be a problem. Um, but they, it's not like a huge number they have to make up. Like it would be with Mayfield because with Mayfield, no matter what, he's going to get $18 million if he's playing, right? No matter what. No matter what. It's in his contract. Yeah. So regardless of if a team signs him and pays him $1 million, the other 17 has to come from an, a 
whatever, the original team, which would be the Browns. And that's not this Bradbury deal. This is different to where the Eagles were like, hey, we can pay you 10. He wasn't promised 21 from the Giants, but no matter what, the Giants had to pay him 11. So he could sit out and not play. He could not play a single snap, so he'll make 11. But he in total is going to make 21, which is nuts. Have a year. <laughs> Congratulations. I want to be in that house next Christmas. Same. This is, um, I mean, is this like an A-plus offseason for the Eagles? I think they did better than just about anybody. You know, the, the Baltimore Ravens always have these sneaky, low-key, fit-their-roster-perfect moves. Right. But it's st- like a, a perfect mix of flashy and newsworthy and then real, like, front office roster moves I think the, the eagles stole the offseason yeah yeah they're they're doing it in a in a real special way and and if you recall there was like kind of like a lot of the fan base it was like hey we don't get the front office hey we don't get the direction hey you know we don't think we're going to compete and and i'm over here too i'm gonna be the guy because i was that guy jalen hurts no Gardner Minshew, yes like it's to me go with what you know works and i don't necessarily trust the hey, get out of the pocket and bounce off defenders and, and make moves to escape kind of quarterback because that is a dangerous style of play. That is a you cannot maintain that for 17 games a season. Well, here's the problem, Fred. There's only one of those quarterbacks left in the league. Mike Vick. The two Patriots, <laughs> the ex-Patriot and the current Patriot, are the only two dudes that have that style of play. Right. The other 30 quarterbacks in the NFL, every single one of them can run. Let's grab an early break. Remember, we get back. Brandon Ortega will join us on the broadcast, and we're going to talk a lot of sports, and we're going to have a lot of fun with it. We're two men on live from Hollow Spirits. Back with the man at KOB himself, star of TV and radio, Brandon Ortega, after this. 95.9 FM, AM 610, the sports animal. Oh, my God, I can't believe it's 4.30 and the boys are at Hollow Spirits. And we're going to be here until 7 o'clock tonight. And this entire building is full of Gladiators football players and star of TV and radio, KLB's very own Brandon Ortega. Mic check. Mic check. We're all good. We're all good. So you're on Brandon Ortega time. Went ahead and missed the call time of I'm always really That's not fair, Van. You remember like three years ago when Mm -hmm. we met Brandon Ortega? It's been like four now, right? Stanley Stanley Cup Finals. I remember living in 2019. He used to be on time for everything. Now he's completely indoctrinated to Albuquerque time. So not true. When we first met Brandon, we lifted him out of the bassinet. And we said, (laughs) he's going to do great. We're so sure of it. What happened, Brandon? It all fell apart That's not for you. Fair. That's all... not fair. Hey, what's up? You rode a horse yesterday? What's up with you? <laughs> I was on a – what did you say? Did you ride this horse? <laughs> you rode no, a horse. No, yeah? I did not. No, you, I did not. You R- and Riley Schufelt? What's R- up? Okay, so for those that didn't get to, to see it on KOB last night, uh, Cleveland grad Riley Schufelt. All right, first of all, who Cleveland. Is now, okay, okay, who is now an equestrian uh, competitor a at what? Texas A&M. What's up? A what? Uh, equestrian. Is that dressage? Yeah, I heard you guys t- saying dressage. What is dressage? I believe that's dancing with a horse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Horse, wow. da- horse dancing. Not, not, the, not the same thing. Not the same thing. Okay. They, they ride da- them on a, through an obstacle course. You have to sit on the horse and have the horse dance. You don't literally dance with the horse. Okay. Like, you don't samba with the horse. Okay. Yeah, that's I not for, what that means. I, I have to be honest. I, I learned a little bit about equestrian through not that story. Enough. But I just learned about Riley's love 
of her horses. Her family has four. Two of them are in College Station with her competing with the Aggies. Two of them are still in Albuquerque in their their barn in, in uh, North Valley, uh, Northwest Albuquerque. And, uh, man, the, the chemistry, like the connection between, I mean, look, this horse, Zeus, that she was on yesterday. Is this a Clydesdale? It, it is huge. This looks it, like a Clydesdale. If it's not a Clydesdale, it's like right below the qualifications of a Clydesdale. So and Riley, it's like and Riley a Clydesdale mind, mix. Riley, mind you, is like five feet tall maybe in yeah. heels. And she has that huge She rides in heels? Ar- ar- what? <laughs> Listen to what I'm saying. This little woman, this little young woman, has that huge horse wrapped around her finger. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Uh the connection that people can have to, to animals like that. And I had a lot of fun hanging out with her and learning about the equipment they use and really just, I mean, the chemistry between her and her animals is is uh, really inspiring. So it's, really it's cool. good to be tiny when you're on top of a horse. It's less stress on the horse. It's, I, actually, I think horses, I, I'm not going to get this 100% correct, Okay. but I feel there's something to do with the amount of weight you put on top of a horse, the way their body reacts differently. So you can be like me okay. and be on a horse, and a horse is really comfortable. Like, it has something to do with, like, the pressure down. I'm not going to say this correctly because I don't super no, know what I'm talking well, about. Well, Riley's tiny, and she was explaining to us while she was on this horse, it's your foot movement. It's your it's your the way you're, you're tugging on uh, the rope there. It's what you're saying. I mean, okay. the horse understands her. It, well, it, it's, uh, it's incredible. Yeah, Brandon, the, the, we the, know. It's, we grew it's, up with Mr. Ed. Of course we know horses. Uh, not I was in California. Yeah. I wasn't watching Mr. Well, Ed. Well, I, I grew up with the Clydesdales of Anheuser-Busch, and I feel like this is what that is. I don't know if that's exact. But that's the whole reason we're having you on the show, because this barn looks super. You're telling me all this is right here in the city? Right down the road. That's so crazy. North Valley, dude. Northwest Albuquerque. It was it was really fun. I don't, I don't get to do things like that very often. Have that's fun. That's what I did you yesterday. Don't get to have fun. I don't get to hang out in barns all that yeah, often. Yeah, you're going to have fun this weekend. What's up with you? Yeah. Got anything going on this weekend? Anything big? Yeah, a little event. Yeah, what's up? On Sunday. What's uh, what's going on on Sunday? Yeah, getting married. Whoa, my Yay, God! Brandon. So, make, who's making an honest man out of you? Yeah, my, what's my, his name? my beautiful bride-to-be, Rebecca, yeah, who's con- running around right now getting stuff ready for the wedding. Congratulations. For the next few days. Yeah, it's going to be great. Got fam- family all over the country coming in. The re- Wait, hold on. The West Coast Ortegas are coming here? West Coast, East Coast. Yeah. Washington, Nevada, Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico, Shut Florida, up. Virginia, New York, uh, Texas. They, There's a bunch of friends and family coming. Where in. are they it's staying? Are they staying with me? Am I supposed to have a room? Yeah. Didn't you? Uh, oh, gosh. Didn't uh, the missus tell you? So we are going to be out Friday night celebrating your last voyage into the world of bachelor life. And then uh, am I walking you down the aisle or is it van? <laughs> we didn't quite get. What's the ring boy? You, and you have a new intern that's been following you around at KOB. Like, if, is that like a ring bearer situation too? That's or? my son. Oh, okay. Okay. So there's I actually, have a son. Yeah. We will be doing that. And we have a niece that will be the flower girl. And, yeah, it's going to be great. So this is your first wedding? <laughs> <laughs> this is number one. Okay, congratulations. One and only for me. Yeah, it's, well, well, I mean, you got to get the practice one out of the way. You don't want to. <laughs> You don't want to just say forever if you don't know it's forever or whatever. But that's it. And then and then you got the whole week off next week because you're – I do. Yeah, we're going yeah. to San Diego for okay. a little honeymoon. You need me to cover for you or what's up? Please. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be great. No, uh, Lee Faria's got it, got a handle. Oh, he's and the we're going to have uh, Tamara Lopez. Oh. Filling in a couple Coming of Coming up from Roswell? 
She's here full time now. Oh, I didn't she's, know. She's full on, yeah, Albuquerque news reporter now for us. She was in Roswell for a minute and now in Albuquerque. Dan, that's what you need. You need to write the, I don't know if it's for the paper or the journal or whatever, but if you did the media beat here in town, I feel like that would be a really good article weekly on just what's going on in the media world. Well, to be fair. To be, to fair. be fair. To be fair. To be fair. I've been doing it already. We just do it at the bar. It's got to put it on paper now. <laughs> on your TikTok? Yeah. This is, that would be a good TikTok. Insta. Insta. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, all joking aside, congratulations to you and Thank your family. You, this has been a long time coming. COVID slowed you down a little bit, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I proposed months before COVID yeah. happened. Yeah. yeah. So that was, an, you know, certainly a good excuse for us to save some money and take our time. And Yeah, but we're... We're here now. So okay. Stays away. So, and I just want to make sure we're certain. Like Van is not, he's not orchestrating the the wedding. He's not over the proceedings. Do you, do you guys want to? Uh, we want a larger MC, MC the yes, reception. The answers, yes. The answers, do, do the intros? Yeah. yeah. Well, we got to get the permission slip signed by the bride. Yeah. But I think that would be super fun. Hear me out here, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, Ortegas <laughs> from all over the country. <laughs> Sandia Casino proudly brings to you star of TV and radio, KOB's no, very see, own. See, you know, we're have to write your script, man, because it's got to be centered around Rebecca. Don't don't do the the TV. Well, and radio he's just thing warming the crowd up yeah, for Rebecca's yeah. part. Make, well, it's what, so what? Give me Rebecca's part. Okay. What's Rebecca's? What, do you want this over the air? I, I do. Don't, people don't <laughs> I do. I do. <laughs> you know, yeah, there's a this reason is your audition. I don't right mention. <laughs> Live audition. Yeah, when I'm, I'm going to say her place of employment. Like, what do you do? There's, the answer is no. That is for friends and family only. And well, a surprise to you and her, I cannot spoil it. All right. Well, you're the guy who. You're going to have to run the script through Rebecca. This, okay. I'm going to give her a fake script just like I did <laughs> in the talent show in just eighth grade. A, just make it a good fake script. That's right. What's a uh, new quarterback signing for UNM? Did you cover that? Jake Jensen. Yeah, That's coming from a JUCO in Cali. He was a, a walk-on at BYU just a few years ago. I'm... Really intrigued at what the quarterback competition is going to look like this fall. They've got a transfer from Kansas. They've got a transfer uh, from Juco. They've got Isaiah Chavez coming back with more experience. Pretty good. They, they've got some, some dudes that can play the quarterback position. And uh, they got C.J. Montez, who played a little bit at the end of the year. I, I think it's going to be a really fun quarterback competition. We've seen this happen a lot. They haven't had, like, the guy, you know, for a couple of years uh, running. They've had just – Guys in and out, a lot of injuries, uh, some off-the-field issues e- even years ago before the Danny Gonzalez era started. Right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm really intrigued. I think they've got some talented dudes. It's just a matter of well, who's going to rise to it. The Lobos can win the whack because, like, Grand Canyon's garbage. <laughs> they don't have football. Oh, that's right. That's how garbage they that's are. That's how – yeah, well, uh, you, can't, you can't play if you don't have a team. So I'm a big Isaiah Chavez guy still. Same. In my book, in my record keeping, in my score keeping, he's still undefeated. He is, he is yet, he, he is he yet start, to lose a game. Well, he started a game last year that ended up losing. He didn't but he didn't finish it. If he would have been there, he would still be undefeated. Mm-hmm. That was a rough – that one got away from them. I don't know. If, <laughs> I, don't know if I, I don't know if Isaiah – that was a rough one for him. But, no, I, I'm a big fan of Isaiah as well. I, I watched him play his last few years of high school at Rio Rancho, helping them make the state finals. Yeah, he's a great he's a great kid, um, and he's a competitor. Like he doesn't care who they bring in uh, in transferring. He welcomes the competition. He will not be backing down whatsoever when it comes to that time of trying to be the starting quarterback. Does a recent New Mexico Highlands graduate and Duke City Gladiators quarterback Ramon Atkins does he have any eligibility in no, case his quarterback? I mean, no, he con- doesn't. Does yeah. He's played for the Gladiators. Definitely not. <laughs> 
Well, I know a guy. <laughs> like, I got a guy, Brandon. The, rule, the rules are changing. You know, the rules are changing. Let's grease some palms here. We can make it look The transfer portal is getting pretty crazy. The, well, the transfer portal is. So now you can just transfer one time. That's right. Define whatever you want to do. Whatever you want to do. Yeah, and, no, and no sitting out. No that's, sitting that's out. That's the big thing. I'll tell you what's interesting to me about the transfer portal is you'll have guys who are on scholarship. You'll have guys who are currently getting paid and maybe even a stipend. Maybe they're in a grad program. Maybe they're doing whatever. And they're there at the university. They're like, no, I'm going to give that up. Grass is greener elsewhere. No, it is not. You're going to sit in the portal. Like, this is not the best move for you there overall. Are, there are a lot of Thousands. football, basketball, men's and women's sports. Just chilling right now, hoping that it's going to pan out. But, yeah, went into the portal thinking that something better would come up, and it didn't. So, yeah, it's it's sad. And it, it, for me, it's really sad to see people jump jump out of situations where they just needed to work a little harder, earn their playing time a little more. And there's also situations where it's just not working out. I get that. But, yeah, it, the transfer portal is a mess. Hopefully it it chills out over the next year or two. All right, well, speaking of transfer portal, uh, Coach Patino – and Lobo basketball has done really well to get a couple to fill a couple needs on their roster. What do you think about these guys? Yeah, I love what they did. They brought in guys that uh, can can bang inside and can and, and a guy like Jose, Josiah Alec can also shoot. I believe outside. it's pronounced all sick. It's pronounced all sick. I believe it's by all the way, sick. he's going to change his name. Yeah, it's, he's all sick. I hope yeah. he keeps the hair. I know it's, that. Well, that, first off, that, he friggin' better. Yeah, keep I mean, the hair. that that hair is going to be. Uh, there's going to be a lot of Josiah wigs. Up in the pit. Hashtag Josiah all six. Start yeah. it right now. Yeah, please start there right now. Yeah. We will get the all six. I am not a part of that. No. I will not yes, be a part of that. I no, I, I, no, I love the transfers <laughs> they brought in. I love Great the fr- I love the freshman that they brought in. Donovan Dent is Mr. Basketball. Yeah, California guy from California. Yeah. You know who's been Mr. Basketball in California? Bill Walton. Some of the best players of all time. And Donovan Dent is now the new Mr. Basketball in California. He they, the Lobos stole him. From the, I don't know how the Pac-12 didn't add him. What do you mean stole? This is a amazing place to live yep. and go to school and play basketball. We are one here. of the best. It just I'm telling this is the, the best stadiums in the country. This is the first Mr. Basketball from California the Lobos have ever gotten. The it's never so, happened before. First so far. So far. Yeah, we're gonna have more next year. We get them all. Or it's a big gap. Albuquerque stole Mr. California Brandon Ortega already there too. We go, so there we go. There's we got that. Jalen House gonna get drafted. Jalen House, I feel like, will be back, and that's the way Tony, uh, Coach Patino feels, yeah. too. He even said that today at his press conference. He, he talked a lot of recruiting today at, our, at the media scrum right. for everyone else. You guys right. got to talk to him yesterday, which I was jealous of. I was well, like, man, yeah. they got him today. Nice. Well, I just good get. We're unfortunate to be us. That was, know, it was a good get for you guys. Yeah, no, but uh, he's excited about it. I, I think they're going to take a step forward. How big a step forward, we'll see. But they, they went from last to ninth. In the, in the Mountain West, and I, I think they can get into the top five, top four. Well, it's, it's a matter of staying healthy, and it's a matter of gelling those guys together. Yeah, we're, we're winning the whole thing. thing. What yeah, are you doing? Taking, yeah, taking well, it all away. We got the top of the San Diego Mountain, really. That's how I see I'm, it. I'm trying to keep it real. The, I'm trying to keep it realistic. This, okay. I mean, old man Ortega over here gets married one weekend and now just can't dream anymore, just kind of gives it up. Middle <laughs> of the road. <laughs> Breaking my heart, dog. What's the big story tonight? What's the big story this week before you're off for two weeks? Yeah, we're going to have Coach Patino talking about what he's trying to do building this program and how it's, it's going to take some time. And uh, we got Lobo Track. They've got over 20 athletes, men's and women's athletes, going to the NCAA regionals. It's the most they've had in about five or six years. That's crazy. Yeah, Rivaldo Leacock, who Strong won man. the Mountain West 400 meters. 
with the personal best time, about 50.04. He's a beast. And, uh, yeah, they, they got a killer lineup uh, headed to Arkansas in a couple weeks. Lobo Baseball, Miguel Reyes, one of their pitchers, is the first member of his family to graduate college in the United States. Most of his family lives in Cuba. Aww. All right. That's a great story. That's we got a that. super cool story. We got that tonight. Ice Wolves are out in Minnesota. For I the, mean, making the semis. What's up with that? The, yeah, Final Four, the Robertson Cup. That, that's outstanding in just their third year as a franchise. Uh, Isotopes, ra- uh, recapping them. Chris, Chris Bryant, hey, second, second day with them on a rehab assignment. So what's a, lot of, up? a lot of good stuff. Hey, what's up with you? We got asked playing the uh, celebrity softball game. Did you get asked yet? What's I up? I did, yeah. I was, <laughs> a, I was asked to uh, recruit. Sure you did. Yeah. I was, a, okay. I was asked to recruit about four or five uh, KOB folks. So okay, we'll who do you got lined up? Give me the names. I was asked like hours ago, so okay. I've been working. I've been a little Sorry. busy. So that short list you just gave me, I'm better than all of them. Wow. I, do you want to be on opposite teams? I thought we would More than on, anything. Of course. I thought, yes. I thought you guys wanted to be on my team. No, What's going on? I want you to be the captain of the other team, and then I want wow. to my team to beat your what team. What happened? Why, why don't you want to be on my team? Because of Because like, you can't beat me in any sports yet? Is that why? Oh, that, yeah, now it makes sense. Do me a favor. Yeah. I beat him in horse. No, you did not. I, I mean, you just started playing golf, so that's not fair. I beat him in golf. All right. Stomped you at Mario Kart. Keep going. I beat him in Mario Kart. That's not they, true. You turned the game off. No, you. Oh, wow. Erroneous. He turned the game off <laughs> in my garage. I have witnesses that will call right you now. You turned the game off, and then you Amber Heard right in the I middle of your garage. I have never turned a Mario Kart game off, and I'm teaching my son to not be like that either. You're a sore, you're a sore loser. You, wow. Erroneous. That is you. All right, so we're putting a side bet on the celebrity softball I'm, I'm game. Sh- I'm floored right now. I can't believe you don't want to be on my team. You want to be on opposite teams. I really thought you were going to be on my team. Not only that, I want to strike you out in slow pitch softball. It's not going to happen. This, well, we'll just see what happens. going to hit it into the burn. Brandon Ortega, <laughs> star of TV and radio, KOB's very own. Anything we missed, Big Dog? All good. No, it's great to be here at Hollow Spirits for the first time. You going to hang out for a minute or you got to go? Got a 6 o'clock show, so what time is it? I probably uh, have to go pretty soon. No, you got time. Gonna get a little, uh, little. They got some new items, some new brand food new items. menu. Brand new menu. We're gonna preview it next not, segment with Chef Rogers. Is it on you guys? Chef Rogers coming out. We're making the announcement right now. So get excited, as I'm gonna tell you about. Uh, are you joking me? Egg roll jalapeno poppers. That's real. You love egg rolls. That's a real thing. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna put that in my mouth. More from two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. D Sports Animal. Back live from Hollow Spirits and joining us on the program. The man, the myth, the legend, Chef Rogers. Welcome yes. to the show. Yes, yes. Thank you for having me. That was a wonderful introduction. Yeah, yeah. Well, you deserve it. I was going <laughs> to say my sugar and spice and something nice, but I didn't know what level we I were on. I, that was a good level. I, yeah. think, I think that's good. <laughs> we are live at Hall. We're live at Hall Spirits today because I mean, what's up? We got a new list of shareables here. We got a new menu going we on. We do. We got a new menu. We got a new patio. I mean, you know, we're. Constantly evolving here at, at uh, Hollow Spirits, so you know why not start the summer off with a bang? That's how I feel about it. We got a new relationship with Hollow Spirits. We've loved you guys forever. We've been big fans. We've done events here, but we made it official. We put a ring on it. Yeah, that's yes, you did. You boys it. are signed up for six months. Let's party! <laughs> I'm excited about that. I'm the excited. Debuting today: some pretzel bites, flatbread. Warm brie, got pokey nachos, new baked potato. By the way, I'm a baked potato guy. Yeah. But you take this thing to the next level. What are you doing? You're putting crab meat on here? Putting crab meat. We're what? doing a hollandaise sauce. We're doing caviar. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> you know, making a, 
A fancy, a fancy baked potato. Egg roll, jalapeno poppers. Thank you very much. <laughs> Obviously, the steamed buns, the picnic basket, and that's. I mean, you can't eat that one by yourself, right? Oh, well, you can. What? If you want. <laughs> I mean, you can. I'm not saying no. Duke City Gladiators in here. Yeah, one of them big boys can. Yeah, they can put it down. I'm sure. Whole, whole bunch of them hanging out. The bib salad I saw go earlier. Steak, Sammy. But uh, what's got you most excited here, Chef? What's what's the big draw? Honestly, uh, the whole shareable list. I think yeah. it's. Uh, it's something that we kind of wanted to make more approachable for people, you know, just to have a good time, come sit down, not have to worry about ordering a big meal. Yeah. You know, because we're, 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 you know, we like we like bar food, but we we want to stay elevated. So, you know, a lot of people have always asked me, why, why aren't there nachos on the menu? Well, because, you know, that's easy. So I said, if we're going to put nachos on there, let's do... Let's do a little elevated. So a little poke nachos. Sesame ginger, ginger marinade, wasabi, avocado. There, I mean, this whole thing is going to spicy mayos and pickled ginger and soy sauce pearls and wonton chips. Are you kidding me? <laughs> this is this is more than Asian infusion. This is it's, the Chef Rogers infusion. It's you know my take, but you know you gotta you gotta add your flair to every kind of recipe. You know. So, Chef, you've, you've always had an adventurous palate, mm-hmm. like the way you combine flavors. I thought it just absolutely amazing. Thank you. But this is your new menu for the summer. It's a little more approachable. Right. But you still infuse your own way. What, when you guys came together in the Brain Trust and said, this is what we're going to do with this menu, how'd that work out? Well, honestly, it was, it was a question on how can we make shareables and kind of bar food, as I do air quotes. Great uh, again. Uh-huh. How do we make them great again? <laughs> how do we make them great again? But how do we make them? How do we make them our style? How do we make them hollow spirits? How do we, you know, how do we make them, you know, that still still kind of has our character and and who we are in it? So, you know, this is the best way that I know how is adding the flair, adding the the presentation, and making sure that the the levels of flavors are there. Three to three to close every day of the week. Weekends is eleven to close, and obviously you're serving food that entire time. Uh, mm-hmm. The menu's debuting today. If you had to put a bet on it, what is going to be the most popular item? Man, I think the most popular item is either going to be the pretzel bites or it's probably going to be the jalapeno uh, jalapeno egg roll poppers. What do you mean just because it's my choice of uh, a whole grain Dijon or cinnamon and sugar or right. hollow spirit signature <coughs> maple or so marshmallow get, sauce? You get two, you get marshmallow. You choose from two different uh, styles. You can just get Maldon salt and it just comes with the Dijon whole grain mustard. Or you can get the cinnamon sugar one that comes with our signature marshmallow maple fluff sauce. Awesome. What about you personally? What's your favorite thing man, on the menu? Honestly, man, it's not on the shareable list. It's the steak sandwich. Um, I was literally like hungry one day. Like that's I, what I'm, I'm eating. I normally don't eat my food because we always, we're, you know, we're always tasting it. We're always, you know, sure. evolving it. Sure. But I, I just made this one day because I was hungry, and it just it blew me away. So I had to put it on the menu. The steak sammy, which is a skirt steak, caramelized red onion, uh, pico de gallo, blue cheese crumble. Or, oh my god! Yep. Toasted fruit. Okay, right. I, do, I legit <coughs> just got hungry. Just now. The Dijonese, like you know, it's it's, uh, it's 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 incredible. It's why it's probably my favorite dish on the Pan, menu. What? And, and there's still a, still a lot of items from the old menu. Yes, it's not completely things, wiped out. It's still all the just, goodies. There's uh, things that we cannot take off of this menu. Uh, that's uh, the charcuterie board. 
the fry flight. Uh, people really, really love the fry flight. Um, there's also uh, hey, can I get that charcuterie board to go though? Because we're going to Brandon Ortega's wedding this weekend. <laughs> and, you know, we're going to be getting ready in the hotel room before. I think my lady would like to pick there you at go. it. Can I box that up Let's to go? Let's do it. Yes. I'm going to do it. And then uh, obviously our fifty fifty burger, which is our signature dish, um, which has been on since since we've opened. And the tacos. The tacos can't go anywhere. They're, they're very popular. So the, uh, the one I always see going is whenever we host United Watch Parties here, or we're throwing events, where it's the Fry Flight. Mm-hmm. Everyone messes with the Fry Flight. Yeah. It is like a huge crowd pleaser. It's a, it's a wonderful dish. It's, one, it's not one of my favorites, but people love it. So The, the charcuterie board's friggin' gorgeous. Thank you. Yeah. Like, when they bring it and set it on the table, it's like, I don't, I don't want to touch it. I just <laughs> want to take, take a picture of it. Well, I love charcuterie board. I love cheeses. I love crackers. Like, I love meats. You know, my grandpa was big on that sort of stuff. So, you know, when I wanted to do a charcuterie board, I sat down with my friend Stacy. uh um, Stacy Wilson, who uh, does Altamira and uh, just the best, she's a, a purveyor out here. And we sat down for about a good two and a half hours and made up this this uh, this charcuterie board. So I wanted it to be perfect, and I just get tired of when you sit down and you get a charcuterie board that has like two pieces of meat, and, like one unacceptable, and like a cracker, you sure. know. So pile it on there, you know what I mean? That's there- how that's how my potash miner. Grandpa used to have to. He's just sitting in his recliner with his pocket knife yep. and peel off summer sausage and cheese. That's my grandpa. Yeah, similar. Yep. Yeah. Gra- do the same thing. My grandpa was similar, but it was Ritz's and Easy Cheese. <laughs> hey, I still do that too, man. I'm not that. F- like people think, oh, you cook fancy food, bro. I'm telling you, I'll eat the shit out of that. Whiz. Stuff. <laughs> stuff is stuff. the word. Sorry, All sorry. that stuff. Thirteen twenty four First Street Northwest. Come down and hang out with your boys at Hollow Spirit. We're here until 7 o'clock. When's the upstairs open? Uh, the upstairs, uh, we are hopefully hopefully going to be able to do one. Uh, the soft opening of this weekend, Friday. Next Friday, the 27th. Yes. We will be here broadcasting live uh, well, we'll, with our sunblock. We'll need, we'll need sunscreen and we'll need sunglasses because yep. we're going to be upstairs hanging out. In it. Actually, I'm wearing we'll, my have, sun- we'll have uh, We'll have coverings. Oh. Yes, we'll have coverings. By then. It I, should I'll, go up tomorrow. I'll still, you know. My skinny ginger self, I'll still need a hat and some sunscreen. (laughs) I'll lather you up myself. I'll lather you up myself. Chef Rogers, (laughs) anything we missed before? (laughs) Put this in my journal tonight. (laughs) Hey, uh, real quick before we let you go, Chef, uh, for those that are van adjacent, any vegetarian or vegan options jumping out? Yes, 80% of this menu can be turned into a vegan or vegetarian option. There you go. But we also do have vegetarian, uh, two vegetarian dishes on the menu. Love everything about it and appreciate you greatly, Chef. Thank you. Whenever we get back, the Duke City Gladiators are going to join your boys, and we're going to laugh a lot here at Hollow Spirits. And they're returning home after a three-game road trip. And that is, uh, well, there's stories that will be told. Oh, yes. Stories will be told after that. Chef, you are the best. We're Thank enjoying you. Hollow Spirits. And if you didn't, if you can't catch us today, we'll be here next Friday the 27th for the opening of the upstairs deck and patio area. We're two men on live from the mobile John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio. Live from Hollow Spirits, prepared by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9, and we start our days at the YMCA of Central New Mexico. Hey, Teller Vodka, we see you. 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Live from Hollow Spirits. Joining us on the program, only two of what is like a dozen Duke City Gladiators here in the building on the program with us now, Jimmy Thomas, defensive end, and Mason Newton, also defensive end, 
for the football team. Welcome to the program, boys. Yay. There we go. What up, boys? There we go. So what's up? You just take a couple games on the road. They can't play at home. What was there like carnival every weekend at the event center? You guys have been on the road for like a month. <laughs> Literally. Luck of the draw. We started everything at home, and I guess they like, hey, you're taking it on a road trip every single week. So who knows? So w- was it back and forth? You guys just out on the road the whole time? Uh, on the road the whole time. The yeah, whole time. Six weeks. He's gone. Six weeks. Isn't that crazy? And returning home next weekend, that's correct? Yes. Yes, sir. Okay. So what's the difference? Like, talk to me a little bit about what it takes to, to play on the road. Talk to me a little bit about how it changes the routine uh, from how you prepare for a game. Uh, first off, on the road, you're in the hotel. Yeah. Like, just starting off there. And it's like uh, you might get a new roommate. Uh, they switch the rooms around sometimes. And the traveling, the, the traveling takes a toll on your body, especially if you're not flying, depending on how close the game is. So I, I really want to get into, like, the road antics, but I want to piggyback on your question. So, like, when you're on the road, like, that long in a row, it actually becomes a home field advantage, right? Because all the traveling, you're, like, you're drained, right? Do you think it has, like, that big of an impact on the game? Uh, Yeah. It does, from the traveling to just being in someone else's stadium where their fans are rooting for them and not you. Like, literally, our last, we just had a bye week, but the week before that, we got booed coming out. Like, <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. <laughs> so whenever you're talking about getting booed or whenever you're talking about being part of the game uh, as far as the opposing fans go, what is that energy for you and Mason? Like, as you're coming out of tunnel and everyone knows that you guys got a chance to win every game. I mean, it's not yeah. its not like you're, you're not the – this is a team that wins games. Yeah. What is that energy from opposing fan versus what it is at home? Uh, honestly, I think the, the booing and everything, it, I don't know, instills something in you where you want to turn up just that much more to be like, hey, watch this. I'll show you what we are capable of. It's – I don't know. I, you get the same thing from being at home as well, but on the road, it's it's more of hey, watch me prove you wrong. Right. Like watch me prove that you, yeah. this whole booing is <laughs> you're going to be booing the the home team at yeah. the end of the game. <laughs> you're going to leave early. <laughs> One more on the road at Vegas this weekend, but then at home against San Diego on the 28th, and we're excited for that one. I know we're going to come out and do some stuff with the tailgate, and we're going to have a lot yeah. of fun while we're out there. But uh, hey, what's up with these one point games, boys? Hey, what is up with these one-point games? <laughs> uh, my mom said we like to keep it interesting. You know, fan, <laughs> fans on their toes the whole game. Heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Two, two heartbreakers in a row, but caught a dub Literally last week. Yeah. Bounce, bounce back real hard. Hey, quarterback, wide receivers in this league, they get all the glory. You're the guy. You're the ones in the trenches. You're the ones getting Every it done. Every day in the trenches. You, have, you got the moment right now it. to tell us what's the most important position of football. The trenches. There yeah. we go. There the we go. The D line and the O line makes your team. Oh yeah. The trenches. And and isn't there something interesting? Because you know that's like the white knuckle part of it, right? That's the you put you put your hand down, you feel the pressure, and you know you're going to collide every time. But it's a little bit different than what you guys played before. The arena game is a little bit different than the yeah. collegiate game. It's there's less line and there's more space to work. What is, like, the biggest tip to success at your position as far as being able to move and get laterally on the field? Because the rules are different. The player, it's it's a different game. It's 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 speed. Yeah. It's 100%. You have to be quick with your brain. There's not a lot of thinking. <laughs> no. More reaction. <laughs> All right, fair enough. It's more reaction. It, and you have, you have to go because yeah. that ball you, you it, with, with high motion, by the time that ball is in the quarterback hand, he the, the guys are six yards down the field. So right. that ball is coming out now. So you have – 
Sometimes you can't even rush. You got to put a hand up and try to bat the ball down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This happened so fast. Yeah, you get maybe a second. Your, so. your first percent, your first professional sack came where? Uh, where was it? I think it was the third game of the season I got my first sack. Yeah. yeah. Finally knocked the dust off. I was like, <laughs> oh, my goodness. That was a good day. What you do, what'd you do so. with the ball? You keep the ball? Oh, no. Nothing like that. I got to dance with my teammates. He did a little guitar. Yeah. So my teammates called me Hendrix because my name is Jimmy. So I was like, hey, sp- Speaking of that, man, like you had, you got your sack dance down, right? So were you thinking about what sack dance you're going to do week one and week two? Yes. And like all the game week three, like you finally got it? Yeah, because the biggest thing about arena ball is like <laughs> if you understand the game, you don't even have to be the best player. Like just by understanding the game, the rules, and spacing – you can be whoever you want to be in this game. And that's why it took me a while, like the first two games, first three games, to figure that feel out from being outdoors to back inside. It was like a feel thing mm-hmm. and a reaction thing. Like I said, in outdoors, you literally can have time to think. Indoors, you have to react. Right. So it was, that was the biggest jo- transition. Joining us on the program, Jimmy Thomas and Mason Newton, both defensive end for your Duke City Gladiators. How you boys feeling about Albuquerque? Is this home yet? It's starting to. When we were away for the bye week, I'm like, man, I'm, I miss I miss the guys. Yeah, like, I told the boys. I was like, I couldn't wait to get home. I did my business back home, had my little fun. But I was like, man, I want to get back to football. Exactly. And for those fans that are looking to come out to the Rio Rancho Event Center on May 28th, and, and maybe they haven't bought tickets yet or maybe they got whatever going on, what are, you, what are they looking forward to? What are they going to see? What is the unique experience of arena football that they may haven't experienced yet? Uh, our offense likes to turn up. When yeah. we score, they they interact with the crowd. Uh, gonna, oh yeah, they're gonna turn you up. They're gonna talk to. We talk defense. We love talking to the fans. Right back home, we love giving high fives, doing a little TikTok dances with you guys. Like <laughs> you guys give us energy. Speaking yeah. speaking of fans, speaking of the community, I, I don't know if you guys saw this story today, but the entire Buffalo Bills roster went to a volunteer event in uh, Buffalo today. And worked at a food pantry, and like you don't see that very often. Where like an entire team shows up, the whole roster, and I'm I'm assuming some practice players too. But that's like the kind of amazing uh, community uh, response that they have there. But I feel like the Duke City Gladiators have this and have had this for years here. Any event you go to in Albuquerque, it's well represented by Duke City Gladiators. What's it like? Uh, being part of an organization that cares about their community so much. It's great because we, we get to give back because, you know, we at the end of the day, they show up to support us in what we do. So we need to return the favor. And that's that's what we do, and that's what our coaches and our owners stress is give back to, the, give back to everyone who gives to you. They give their time. You need to give your time. And they, they hype, they're super hype on it. It's, 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 honestly, it's pretty cool. Yeah, we're, we're in the community all the time. Yeah, it's it's crazy. And speaking of, I'm I'm from Buffalo, so oh, like, nice. I was yeah. just back home in Buffalo, and when the shooting happened, it was like because, like you said, you, you don't see teams doing that like a lot. It yeah. left a bad taste in some people from home, like about sure. the Bills, like how they don't do that much. Really, you know what I mean? It was like a. Then I thought about how here we're literally in the community, like once a week we're showing up. Sometimes three the times a end. week. Yeah, yeah. Literally three times a week, we're out in the community showing face. Yeah, we, we to talked everybody. to Gina today. We talked to Coach Griggs. Like, hey, we're going to be at Hollow Spirits. You want to have a player come by? We'll do a segment. 
How many of their? How many guys are here? <laughs> it's the whole team. Yeah, it's like a yeah. third of the team yeah, here, pretty, man. I mean, pretty much. You guys so. represent, dude. We're, we're so happy. We're so like proud to be partnered with you guys and everything you do in the community. Yeah, it's it's always great to see the smiles on people's faces. Honestly, Sandy, that's the best. San Diego comes to town on May the twenty eighth, but first you guys have to go to Henderson. Which, by the way. Like when you're in Vegas, boys, just go play the game. Go back to the hotel. <laughs> right? Like I'm not like I'm no one's dad here. I just Las Vegas is it's a different energy out there. Our coaches and owners have been stressing that all week. Hey, <laughs> show up, play the game, and then then you can go have fun. Yeah. yeah. The uh, but that yeah that's an interesting one, and there's a strong possibility the boys will be four and five by the time that you return home against San Diego. And really, you guys are like four points away from being over 500 yeah, right now. Yeah, little, little mistakes. Yeah. Yep. And, and isn't that kind of like the up and down of this whole kind of like IFL in your division, where it's the very bottom and the very top, they're that equal. <laughs> like there's so much competition through Any and through. Any given day, someone else can yep. It's crazy. I, would be not, I wouldn't be serving myself uh, correctly if I didn't ask about Ramon Atkins, the quarterback for you boys. It, obviously just heartbreaking when Nate Davis went down in week yep. one. But Literally. to see New Mexico, Highland Alun, Roman Atkins step in and, and just kind of do that thing and, and be that contributor out there. What do you see in the leadership as far as that young man goes? Uh, we make him better every day. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He's done a lot of growing up, though. I actually played against him in college. Yeah. So um, from then to now, I've, I've seen his growth because I've, I've, you know, played against him. Now I'm playing with him, and I've seen how he's grown as a man and everything else. He's, he's a great dude. Good Tremendous level of fellowship with the Duke State Gladiators. I know you boys are going to hang out for a while. Uh, do, do we have Robert next, or is Robert after this? Robert's after this. Who are we? We'll do whatever we want. We'll do whatever we want. <laughs> Let's fix it up. <laughs> All right. Robert Gallegos will be joining us. We're going to talk Blue Tails basketball a little bit. Obviously, we're going to talk to Duke State Gladiators a little bit more. Jimmy, Mason, anything we missed, boys, before we cut you loose? Just show up to the game. Yeah, we'll see you at the game. Yeah, there we we'll go. get them doves for you, man. <laughs> I love it. And cheer for the D-line, man, the whole D-line. Cheer for the D-line. The trenches. I want to make sure I got this right, but I believe the next home game, that's the that's the veteran appreciation game. I want to make sure I got that. Yes. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Yeah, so uh, active or former duty who can present an ID, I believe you'll have access to the game for zero dollars. What a deal. What a deal. So that is kind of a very cool one. And, you know, here's the thing. Me and Van talk about this kind of a lot. Like, we get a lot of calls, right, where it's like, Hey, uh, hey, float us some tickets. Hey, get us into a thing. Get us, here's the thing. Duke City Gladiators tickets, they're like 12 bucks. Yeah, yeah. Like, go support the team and support the boys. Like, get out there. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Do that thing. Be part of it. Uh, obviously, Ticketmaster through Rio Rancho Event Center, or you can buy them at the gate. But the boys are home in two weeks after they go to Vegas and beat up on the um, – well, I don't even know what Las Vegas' team name is – but they beat Losers, up. as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Nighthawk? What is a Nighthawk? What that's, is a, that? that's a great question. What does that even mean? That's, oh. a, I don't, that's not even cool. That's, that's hey. like a, yeah, it's like a bad Marvel superhero. Yeah, it's nothing to a gladiator. Don't worry. It's yeah. to a gladiator. Robert Gallegos will join us when we get back and talk Blue Tails basketball. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live on the program, back live at Hollow Spirits. The boys are laughing a lot. We're having a lot of fun with it today. New menu release today. You know how I know it's new? I mean, obviously we interviewed Chef Rogers, which, by the way, apologies to our listening audience. It was communicating to me during the break. We weren't necessarily able to catch uh, that little slip up from Chef Rogers, but he was just so excited. He I know. He was just so he was excited. Ex- they do such good work here. You know, he's got a passion for it. 
Robert Gallegos, owner of the Blue Tails, joining us. Welcome to the show, Robert. Hey, hey. hey thanks for having me. I appreciate your time. How's the basketball team doing? You know what? It's uh, taking off on us, running running full speed. Uh, we had our home opener, our first ever basketball game last week. Against That's crazy. The, uh, yeah, it was it was a rush. We played uh, Lubbock, Texas, and uh, started out slow. We had a little nerves going. We were losing at halftime, and then uh, proceeded to open up a can after that point and took a 30-point victory. So it worked out well. That's 30 way. points? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, guys figured out that the, the rim still uh, – well, the basket was open, exactly. it turns out, as it turns out. <laughs> so how was, how was the facility? I was playing out in Bernalillo. How did the fan base come out? How was, how was that, that inaugural open? Because I wasn't able to make it. I, was, like, I, I reached out to you on game day, and I was like, hey, I'm just down with, like, the hat cough of all time. I missed a couple <laughs> episodes of the program. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, and I, was like, I was like, there's just too much, you know, I know we're post-COVID, but I was like, I just can't chance it. Yeah, you so still I have was, the fear. I was heartbroken. <laughs> I was heartbroken. I couldn't be out there. Well, we, we missed you, definitely. But the, the crowd, was, crowd was lively. We had a, we had a nice turnout. Uh, Bernalillo is very receptive to us. Uh, they really work with us um, on getting, getting exposed, getting the people in and out. And... Uh, we're just we started slow with our concessions and things, and we're expanding now. We have uh, three or four different vendors that are joining us now later this week, uh, kind of expanding for the summer. And that first first game, we got the jitters. Everybody got the jitters out, including ownership and uh, management and everything. And uh, we're ready to go. If you missed the opener, which uh, which I mean, if you're me, then Sunday at one o'clock at Burnley yes. High School. That's your next yeah. game as you're taking on the Oceanside Surf. So it's you're going to have some hiccups, like you said. It's like a learning process, like your first game in Bernalillo. It's your inaugural season and your first game. Do you feel like you got your sea legs already? You know, I think we do. Uh, we have I have a good team around me that's uh, kind of putting a lot of work in, and uh, you know, Plainview was a a good formidable opponent that we could kind of see what the league's about. And uh, you know, we're we're comfortable out there. It's uh, now it's just kind of build. Build the fan base and build uh, build our structure. What we're trying to get done. How's the roster coming together? The roster is uh, very strong. Actually, we're we're carrying right now. Uh, we actually added a game this weekend because we're carrying uh, twenty guys. So what we're going to do is combine. Um, <clears throat> we're going to break up the team. So we're going to have a pregame at eleven o'clock. Oh, okay. And then a, uh, for the eight or eight or so guys that aren't act- actually active on the main team. So we're going to have an 11 o'clock game against one of the local uh, uh, high open teams here in town, and then the uh, actual professional basketball game at one o'clock against San Diego. You need me to come off the bench for the open? You see me? Oh to my goodness! You know what? We, we can bring you up there and get you posted on the block it's, there for us. I mean, I'm, just, I'm good. For, I'm, what am I good for? I'm good for uh, four and two. Four and two. Yeah, four and two. Four is that, points, is two that rebounds. Minutes or uh, points? Uh, yes. Oh, okay. Well, I was worried <laughs> with thousand points. I yes. Hey, I mean, you know. <laughs> You obviously see how tall Fred is. He's mm-hmm. six and a half friggin' foot tall. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, when we start our days at the YMCA, we're done working out. Fred's in there shooting hoops. I do hoop a little bit. Nice. He is absolutely lights out when there's no one in there and there's no one guarding <laughs> yeah, no him. No one to be yeah. accountable to. No one nope. to contest. And nobody, nobody to uh, verify the shots going in. <laughs> exactly. <that. laughs> Robert Guy is joining us. Uh, the New Mexico Blue Tails talking a lot about the new squad, talking about the uh, undefeated, the team's undefeated in the history of existence. I don't know if you know that, Van. That's yeah, right. Okay. I like the way you put that. That's, That's great. great. <laughs> and I love the logo. That's very strong work. Yeah, it's, well, it's, it's a it's brilliant a, little logo. 
I want to take a second to talk about uh, head coach Brian Brown, who's from my hometown of St. Louis, Missouri, and I want to know what we got to do to get him on the program because, I mean, there's not enough of uh, Salukis running around in town, so so what do we got to do here? <laughs> well, uh, frankly, uh, he would he would love to come on. Just uh, just give us a little leeway, a little heads up, and uh, I can get him down here for you. You know, Brian and uh, Nike are doing one heck of a job. My coaching staff, uh, we're, we've got good feedback from the league after the first game. Very organized, very uh, well-controlled, and uh, they, they uh, did a good job. They got command respect. So Well, and Nike McClure, who went to Washington State, which is where I went to college, so your team is coached by my hometown and my collegiate town. Well, what are the odds of this, Robert? <laughs> well, we did a little research on there you. There you go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But they're playing out of Berlino this upcoming weekend. How was the turnout for game one? A lot of friends and family, a lot of supporters in the community? You know, uh, we, we counted up front. Uh, we didn't get as many from the community as we wanted. Yeah. A lot of friends and family. Uh, paid attendance was over 300. There you go. Which was uh, our target, frankly, for the first game with nobody knowing who we were, was three times over what we expected. And, uh, you know, it's only up from there. We have a few groups working with us now. How, are, the, how are those community partners? The community partners, what we're doing with our, our ticketing, frankly, those are our community partners. We're trying to get them out uh, a 50-50 option for fundraising for, you know, uh, programs, basketball, people who, who need to raise money. What we're doing is we're giving them 100 tickets. They go out, sell it, sell those tickets, and we're splitting the profits with them. Oh, what a deal. Oh. That's great. So any, any group out there that needs uh, fundraising, they're welcome to give me a call. at uh, uh, look, look me up, www.nmbluetails.com. And uh, we can talk about fundraising for your program and helping us build our fan base. You know, we used to do a similar thing when we were kids, man, with the Boy Scouts. We did that with the Boy Scouts. Really? Yeah, where we would go and we would sell St. Louis Cardinals tickets. Mm-hmm. And then you, we would do a split. And we would yeah. get like a little revenue share. And I think we also got to go to the game. I don't know if you do that for your people as yeah. well. But, but, yeah, it was kind of a really cool experience. Well, you're going to have to pick another group now because they don't exist. This <laughs> Speaking of tickets, we got some tickets, 505-246-0610. Our friends at the Duke City Gladiators gave us a stack of tickets for June 4th, Saturday, Correct. June 4th, Duke City Gladiators versus Massachusetts Pirates. Forget the forget the phone number, though, man. Come down and see your boys at Hollow Spirits. We'll just hand them to you. We got them in hand. So come and Absolutely. see your boys up until 7 o'clock tonight. A little bit of a turnout for you. A lot of friends of the show here. Yeah, getting there. Yeah, out. more than a couple. Starting I, to pour, because it is 5 o'clock. It's 5 o'clock here. It's 5 o'clock somewhere, and <laughs> yeah. it's definitely 5 o'clock here. Your boy's about to have an oat soda. So, Robert, you obviously got the games this weekend. You got a lot else going on in the world of basketball. What's the next big step for the Blue Tails? Well, the next blue, uh, big step is uh, just keep things keep things moving for the next month. We have uh, the Whip Tails will be starting in July, which is actually the female professional basketball. Shut team. up! How yeah. exciting! So that's uh, you're the first to hear about that right now. I just found out today that we have the the full on franchise, which is starting in July. And uh, we're going to keep the names wh- Blue Tails and Whip Tails. Smart. And we'll keep them together. Whip. 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 Whip, whip tails. The Whip and Nay Nay Tails. Ooh, I like yeah. that. <laughs> Is, so, I'm making a sign. That's the, that's okay, the first that's, sign I'm making. All right, you're yeah. in. So, so what, how's the leadership work for that? Is it, do you just switch? Does Nike head coach the the whip tails and then brian assist and they go back and forth or is this a whole new staff no we're going to open it completely up nike nike is my coach on uh on the men's side yeah. and uh we're she's staying there she's Perfect. comfortable she's doing a great job we're going to open it up uh to full tryouts and and coaching and everything from there so frankly right now we're we're just trying to to get our feet wet and keep this thing moving we've got san diego oceanside in this week at one o'clock uh 
the uh, Kings will be playing my uh, uh, my bottom eight uh, players, and uh, you know it's two professional basketball games, eleven o'clock, one o'clock this this weekend, this Sunday. Obviously, you guys got a great team. You got great competition. It's a great product. Supports the community. Can't talk about it enough. But for loyal listener who's out there who's on the fence, like what's what's must see TV? Who do, who are they going to come see to watch them light it up? Well, the one thing that we have, uh, Lamar Marinia, uh, last week, pretty was, good. He's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, he was a PBA Player of the Week. Yeah. Uh, right out of the shoot. Boom. Um, he's had uh, 14 points at halftime. Finished up with 37 for the game. Uh, you know, I had a young man, uh, Cam Colley, was a nice surprise. He rolled out there, pulled out 19 points. Uh, from the start and we you know daniel holyfield we have some local players out there that are that are battling and, and good athletes uh good uh, good athletic basketball not so, playing yet is friend of the show devin williams who uh, had a baby van i heard his congratulations Devin. So he will be making his blue tails debut at uh, some point I don't yeah know. De- devin will be on the shelf because uh, we absolutely support him at this point with uh you know starting a new family it's his first child and uh I have two of my own, and that, that first one is intimidating. So if it had been the second child, you would have said, hey, you have to be there? Possibly. Is that what it would <laughs> <laughs> But the first one will understand completely. So, no, it's, uh, things are at Devin's pace at this point, and, uh, but he will be, uh, he's a part of the Blue Tails when he, when he comes back either this summer or in the fall. But in the, definitely in the summer right now, you know, our showcase, uh, showcase scorer is Lamar Marinia, our showcase defender inside, Daniel Holyfield and uh, Jordan Jones. You know, we've got... We've got some guys that are fun to watch, uh, good athletes out there. When I used to run the sports and wellness van years ago when I first moved to town, uh, Lamar would just embarrass me on the court. So it was uh, not a lot I could do to keep up with the whole boy. He's well, pretty yeah, good. He hasn't, uh, his, his shot has not slowed down, and uh, he's smart. That's the thing about him. He's, he's a hell of an athlete, but he understands the game completely, and he puts himself in these great positions. The other thing is he puts uh, his teammates in great positions as well. So. Basketball this Sunday, Whip Tales announcement. Anything we missed, Robert? No, I appreciate you giving us the time to let the people know uh, to come out and join us. Also, I was listening to your deal with the uh, Gladiators earlier, and on the 28th, the same night, unfortunately, we have a, uh, it's a local uh, Ker- Kirtland Air Force Base team. We're playing a military team for oh, a mil- cool. military appreciation cool, cool. night. It'll be the same night as the Gladiators, so obviously if you're supporting the Gladiators, great. You know, Go out and cheer for them hard. But if for some reason you're out in Bernalillo and you got time, come join us for military appreciation as well. What time is that game? That game will be exactly 7 o'clock, <laughs> same time as Gladiators. So, <laughs> so, you know, uh, we, we support the Gladiators as well uh, on the backside. But this one, you know, if you, if you have time and you're in our area, come, come and join us. If not, go support the Gladiators. We're, we're excited to catch a lot of games this year, and best of luck. I know you guys are going to be great. We already we already know some of your players personally and professionally, and you have a loaded lineup, and we're really excited to see them play. Well, we appreciate you, appreciate you get, letting us get the word out, and uh, please go to our website, uh, nmbluetails.com, for tickets for this weekend as well as next week. Look forward to seeing you out at Burnley High School. Blue Tails, thank you so very much. Robert Gallegos, thank you so very much. Whenever we get back, bottom of the hour and we're doing a little hollow spirit stuff or it's back to sports oh we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out we'll figure it out <laughs> two men on live from the john lopez real estate and coldwell banker legacy studio at hollow spirits we're powered by new mexico pinion coffee we play on team i9 and we start our days at the ymca central new mexico it's 95.9 fm and am 610 d sports animal back live from hollow spirits and your boys are laughing a lot we're 
fill it out with all of the Duke City Gladiators. Lots of friends of the show are here. And we had a little open one, so we thought, well, let's play a little bit. Lewis Chandler and Byron Cooper joining us. So we got the offensive line and we got the defensive line. Welcome to the show, boys. Welcome to the show. We're celebrating the Duke City Gladiators a little bit here at Hollow Spirit Day because you guys are home at the event center next week. And we were talking earlier with Jimmy and Mason uh, kind of about the games and being on the road so very long. How has how is it returning home? How does it feel after having that bye week and spending so many games on the road and a couple tough losses? Um, it was different. Uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but just losing by you know one point and stuff like that, it was a uh, that's heartbreaking. Yeah, it's kind of heartbreaking because you work so hard to you know come with a win, but uh, every day we just work harder and harder day by day. So uh, this week uh, going to Vegas, I feel like we'll come out with the W. So what, what's it like in the locker room when you guys take two L's that close two weeks in a row? That heartbreaking. Like what, what does coach say? Oh. What does the team captain say? How do you guys get pumped up? Uh, well, I guess being one of the team captains on defense, uh, I just think you got to look at yourself at that moment. You know, as a football player and um, just after playing football for so long, you know, you shouldn't have to find a person that can, you know, get you, make you get it going or it shouldn't be a coach, it shouldn't be anybody. Um, once you t- lose two heartbreaking games like that, I feel like as a good football player and as a student of the game, you take it upon yourself to, you know, step back and see what you did wrong. Right. Um, Fred Griggs p- preaches a lot, do your one-eighth. Right. And uh, I think yeah. a lot of times we get caught up trying to do a little bit too much. And uh, I will say that's been, for me, Greg's, uh, uh, Fred's biggest coaching point over the years has just been doing your one-eighth. And, you know, that's all we can really do. Yeah, I feel like taking those two losses, too, is just uh, it makes us grow as a team, too, mm-hmm. make us tighter. Uh, definitely. Sure. So when you're on the road and you're catching a tough one, that road trip back, that's about the worst road trip in the in the history of all travel. Yeah. Whenever you come back, what is that reflection, though? Like you're talking about that growth as an individual and, and doing that one day, but what is the – is it reviewing the film? Is, is it just taking that advice? Is it knowing what you, like, personally did wrong? Like what do you focus on whenever you're like, hey, we're going to get a W in the next one, which, by the way, you boys did last time you were out there. Right. So so what where, where is that drawn from? Really, the coaches being precise. Yeah. They know what they want, so we just got to execute. That's the game. So if we execute uh, what the coaches put out, everything goes as well like it did in Oakland. So that's the uh, the main thing to me. All right, like six weeks on the road almost? Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Shoot. All right. Yeah. Yeah. You can if you want to, but it's uh-huh. time to put your teammates on blast. <laughs> Who's the worst All to right. travel with? Who's the worst to travel with? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who who got homesick the first? Like, uh, here we go, Captain. Who you got? So, uh, Jason Serta. Our, Serta. Uh, Serta. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> our absolute animal. Um is scared of planes. I don't know if anyone knows that. Oh, uh, yeah. he gets pretty. You got, you got he the gets, John Madden disease, Yeah, he huh? gets pretty plane sick. Um. <laughs> And I won't say anybody's bad to travel with. Um, what I will say is a lot of guys haven't been a lot of places. Uh, so when we do get out here in these different cities and states. Uh, pretty excited. Yeah, overexcited. <laughs> yeah. You know? So sure. I would say the hardest teammates to travel with are the ones who uh, aren't prepared. You know, uh, hey, let me get your toothbrush. We're yeah. on the bus or uh, something okay. like that. Uh, yeah. I'll say that. But honestly, man, we're pretty much a brotherhood. So Friday night before we even travel, I think – everyone's texting each other, making sure everybody has well, everything. And, yeah. and Lewis is like, when are we going to the Midwest? When are we going to White Castle? Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, Definitely man. trying to go eat for sure. Yeah. 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 So we take, yeah, I think uh, being on the road is actually good for a team like ourselves because uh, we do have a lot of stuff going on back home. Yeah. Um, I think getting on the road, it does allow, 
allows us to build a little bit more. Um, I know the coaches may not want me to say this, but when we went to, uh, what was our last trip, um, San Jose, San Jose. Yeah. we kind of just uh, had to wing it because of the time we got there. So yeah. we took it upon ourselves to find a place. We all went to go eat together. Yeah. Um, so it was about nice. 16, 17, 18 of us not planned, you know, just – the camaraderie we have this year is visiting the Winchester Ministry Mansion, going to Great America, <laughs> yeah, just yeah, kind of yeah, doing yeah, the whole fun. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yes, Lewis, whenever you're on the road, I mean, there's a little bit of downtime. Right? You got hotel time, you got travel time. Right. Well, hey, what is like the app all the boys are playing? Is there like is there a game out there? Is there like a distraction that like I'm not hip or cool to know about? Is there like a clashing clan that is like going on the hotness right now? It's called Tinder. <laughs> <laughs> You're funny, bro. You're funny, bro. <laughs> no, I'm sorry, man. Um, man, I just be chilling, bro. I try to uh, stay locked in till the day after. Yeah. Day after you let loose a little bit. But Friday you get there, you kind of like lock in, watch a lot of film, like more than usual kind of. Right. Uh, and just get off your feet a little bit. And then that, that morning try to get you a little jogging, get your legs warmed up. Yeah. Stuff like that. And then uh, Saturday is game time. And then we stay till Sunday sometime, but hey, Saturday after that game. Yeah, that's when you go see the new Marvel movie. Hey, that's when you just try take to, it uh, easy. Yeah. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> Lisa, yes, no, no, I'm not seeing the Marvel. <laughs> no, I'm not seeing the movie. <laughs> so what's what's the go-to activity? You, you you're done with the game. You're done with the therapy. You're out of the ice bath. Right. Everybody come together and go straight out. Or straight is out. Like different. Or, or food. Yeah, food. So I, Food first. I will say uh, we're all a big mixture of people, you know, so we, a lot, we're we really clicked up. Any team you go on, yeah. everyone's clicked up. Um, and I do think the best part about that is uh, you don't have a head of each click, but there's an offensive player or a defensive player. player or a special teams guy. Um, their home for a while was, a, was our kicker, our starting kicker. Mm-hmm. So – he was able to be around a lot. Um, but I just think getting together with each other, I like to go hiking a lot with Greg Dent. Um, oh, nice. A few nice. of these guys went fishing nice. yesterday. Oh, yeah. cool. Um, so we're just trying to stay active in the community. A lot of things that we're not able to do back home, whether it's just not safe or just something we're not used to, just trying something new, um, just getting together, being around our teammates. And, you know, some extracurriculars that, you know, we try not to talk about, but, you know. <laughs> you know. So I mean, when, when you guys do get together, you do go out in these small groups. Is, yeah. it, is it position groups? Is it, like, like is it personalities? Nah, we're, like, we're, we're mixed. Yeah. You would never know. Like, it could be me, it can be Coop, but then it will be Tyreek. Yeah. That, that's three different personalities. I think the, like, you just never know. Yeah, I think it's the way that uh, kind of our day flows. Yeah. Um, some guys go. Some guys love certain food places. Some guys uh, go to treatment more than other guys. Um, so you end up getting clicked up with those type of guys. For instance, my roommate is Delo Davis. You know, so he's our offensive star. So sure. we have literally none of the same responsibilities besides being the captain. And uh, well, I mean, we just mesh so well. You know, so I just think it's pretty much just whoever you're getting along with, um, right. and just whoever you're, you're really vibing with. And sometimes yeah. who you live with. That's yeah. obviously a lot. I stay of with. Uh, I'm the only offensive player in my house. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a DB. Two DBs and a D lineman. I'm not off, only offensive lineman, so it's <laughs> yeah. kind of like yeah, it's crazy. Really? Do, they, do they gang up on you? No, no, no man. We have fun, man. We we have fun. We talk a lot of trash though, In but practice. we definitely have fun. Uh-huh. Sure. The next sure. the next home game for the Gladiators is at the Rio Rancho Event Center, May 28th. You can come out and see your boys as they're hosting the San Diego Strike Force on the road before then in Las Vegas. Yes, sir. Thank, yes, sir. thank you so very much for taking the thing. Anything we missed, fellas? Anything we missed, Byron or Lewis? No, no, not really, man. Yeah. I just think that uh, for a lot of people that's, that's listening to this or seeing our our, our scores, or yeah. we're nothing like what we're what we played. What we played you know? so far, three yeah. and five is a. Uh, 
we're the scariest, worst team you've ever seen. Yeah. I mean, guaranteed. Every week we go yeah. into these games, teams are looking to it's a championship. Yeah. Um, for instance, Tucson just put up 71 on uh, the Rattlers. Yeah. That's not going to happen okay. to us. You know, a lot of the small yeah. things that are flowing throughout the league, I guarantee you we'll go to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know, everything past that, sometimes it can get a little bit too political. Guarantee you guys of Duke City that we will be in the playoffs, and yes, sir. we're gonna make something happen for you guys. This year. Hey, we got we got real political with you with the way the last season ended. Oh, oh man. so we were very oh, 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 very oh, oh, vocal about that. So don't you yeah. worry. So, so we talk, are too. Talking about cheating. Yeah, yeah man. <laughs> che- they literally yeah. got cheated. They literally yeah. got cheated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We will. Van and I will be out on the 28th as San Diego comes to town. We're gonna do a little fun thing with uh, tailgate. We're gonna hang out and laugh a lot and, and hold a microphone and be fun with it. Thank you so very much, Lewis. Thank you so very much, Byron. We appreciate y'all. Whenever whenever we get back, more from Hollow Spirits. It's two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Back live at Hollow Spirits. I mean, this is when it starts to pick up, right, guys? This is like the time of day when, when you're off the clock. Relax a little bit. It's filled out here at Hollow Spirits. We're having a lot of fun with a lot of friends of the show out, which is nice. Also, Thank you to the Blue Tails and the Duke City Gladiators who came by to hang out with your boys on our on our very first broadcast from Hollow Spirits, 1324 1st Street Northwest here in Albuquerque. Come hang out. Van, do we got any Gladiators tickets left? We gave them all gave away. Them all away. So Every single one of there them. There you go. So a lot of new, hopefully new fans for the Gladiators joining us on the program. Well, I mean Hollow Spirits himself. Frank, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm doing fantastic. Thank you guys for having me on and for coming and doing this from Hollow Spirits. This ain't so bad, right? It's not so bad. I like it. You guys got a nice little lounge setup over here. You can see everything. I appreciate it. Yeah, Yeah, this is a sweet setup. This is like a little more casual. Like, this fits the two men on vibe a little better. Because we're usually, like, behind a pop-up table and folding chairs, and we got our tarp and our sign-up. This is chill. Do you guys want us to do, like, a hammock for you next time? Smart. And we can have somebody with, like, fans on you and And bring in pina coladas or something? Big palms. Feed me grapes. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, we got grapes. As I long as it. it's Chef. The chef feeds me grapes. Oh, he would love it. He would love it. Frank Holloway, owner and CEO of Hollow Spirits, joining us on the program. It's a hot, hollow summer here at Hollow Spirits as you're opening up the patio, upstairs patio, elevated rooftop. What verbiage are you using to talk about this new addition to the building? Um, basically, it's just all hot, hollow summer. You already yeah. said it. Basically, we just want to have a bunch of fun. We want to have good drinks, good food, and just good vibes. We're even talking about having, like, maybe a pool that comes here or Stop. some kind of, like, water things. Uh, yeah, I have an uncle who does those pop-ups. A pop-up pool? Yeah, pop. well, like, kind of the pop-up, like, slides and everything. Oh, pop-up pool, please. Yes. Yeah, so um, the one request we have is uh, please don't wear a Speedo. Oh, Van is out. All right. Yeah. Uh, I need to go to Walmart then because all I have is Speedos. <laughs> Speedos? Okay, as long as it's a tasteful Speedo, no. like an elephant or something. No, it's not at all. It's not very tasteful <laughs> okay. at all. But we, we do plan on doing that sometime this summer. We're trying to figure out kind of the parties or what we want to do here this summer. All right, well, make sure we're live from pool night for sure. <laughs> well, you guys are going to be here for the grand opening, we right? Will. We will, yeah. okay. 27th, we'll be here from the grand opening, Four having to, a lot of fun. Four to seven, and we were told... Uh, we were told there would be libations and shade tents. Yes, so we, we haven't put up the shade yet, but that's going to happen tomorrow. So today we put the tables and chairs, tomorrow's the shade, and then hopefully we're ready to go. 
Most of the friends of our show are familiar with Hollow Spirits through your United Watch Parties. You guys have been a big supporter of the United Soccer Team for the existence of the United Soccer Team and, and has the curse, the fan base for the United, been a big supporter of you. Can you talk about a little bit the importance of the combination of sports and, and energy and life that is Hollow Spirits? Well, so I've played sports since I was five years old, and actually a lot of the investors, a lot of the people who are involved in Hollow Spirits, I met them through soccer. So I I love soccer. I love what the United and Peter has done, and it's just basically like it's a community. When you're riding the highs and lows of a team, like you're all together as long as you support the same team, even if the other team's there and, you know, you could fight against them. Not fight, but... Fist fight is what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, also that. We're we're still New Mexican, man. I was born in Berlin. (laughs) Like, sometimes if you talk a little bit too much, we got to get crazy. Some of the St. Pius in you comes out. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Before we talk about, like, how amazing this place is and, like, all the awesome events you guys got coming up, I want to rewind a little bit. Okay. I want to pat your back a little bit right here. As a business owner, as an owner-operator, you guys opened right before COVID, and you survived COVID. Like, how does that, how good does that feel? And how did you guys pull it off? Uh, it, it feels amazing. Now it's like we're, we're not quite out, out of it, but we're on the other end. But to tell you the truth, one quality that I have, or probably my best uh, quality, is I have really talented people around me. Boom. So, like, I have Chef who comes up with all kinds of crazy things. We have fantastic bartenders. And one thing that they did was they always created new ways and new things to get us through the pandemic, whether it was carry out, whether it was cocktails to go or anything. So um, I can't say that I did it all myself because they were the ones who kind of drove and were the inspiration to get us through. So I do owe a lot to the people around me. But now we're we're going and we're ready to go, and it's it's amazing now. And I owe a lot to the people around me. New menu, new pro, new partnership with your boys, new patio. I mean, this is the hot hollow summer. What else is what else is going to be going on out here at thirteen twenty four First Street Northwest? Well, it's it's the the new thing, and I can't really tell you everything about it. But it might we might not have another location, or we might have another location what? that's not thirteen twenty four. I can't tell you where, but we are working on a contract right now. So as soon as I find out if a uh, if that contract is signed, okay. then that's a whole new thing, and we're hoping at the end of the summer. So. So no exciting announcement about the new location next week. But we will be here next Friday for the opening yeah. of the upstairs patio where, where like we said, you're going to feature the new menu, the new drink menu. We talked at length with Chef about the new food menu. Talk a bit about these drinks and what's going on. What are you excited to serve to the community that is Albuquerque and Friends of the Show? Well, we do have a couple pitcher drinks that are fantastic. Uh, mixologist Shannon and Z came up with. So they're going to be pitcher drinks where it's kind of like just having mimosas, like a bunch of different mimosas where you could come with your friends and pour out a couple glasses for everybody. But seriously, whatever you like, any kind of alcohol, whether it's bourbon, like whether one. it's Boom. agave. I like um, that one. You like that? We also got vodka, lavender <laughs> Big vodka. Fan. Big fan of that one. And we got something <laughs> for everybody. So that's why I think it's going to be a great summer. And then back to the menu, you know, Chef came on and he talked about it a little bit. But, you know, Chef is like so palate forward, so vision forward. This is a little more for everybody. It's the Hollow Spirits vibe. It's the Chef Rogers vibe. But it's a little more open to those who aren't like pinkies out foodies. That's who me. You're expect, talking about me. I'm yeah. talking about Fred. Yes. He beat me to it. Yeah. <laughs> who, you know, 
the Hollow Spirits fan who comes here for Chef Roger's food might not be accustomed to something that, like, hey, this is a little more paddle. This is more easy to eat this time. What was the vision of the new menu? Well, the way that I kind of view everything that we do and just basically life in general is just put it in your mouth and you'll be happy. Yeah. Okay. Same. Yeah. All right. 100% the you same. You did great in college. <laughs> yeah. This is it was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> Makes perfect sense to me. We're hanging out at Hollow Spirits all day long. We'll be here up until 7 o'clock when we end this broadcast. We've been so fortunate to have some Duke City Gladiators on with us. The Blue Tails came by. A lot of friends of the show are out. We're laughing a lot. We gave away all of our tickets. Yeah, they're all gone. The tickets are gone. A couple dozen tickets already gone. So yeah, I'll you see go. you guys at the game. That's going to be a good one. That is for certain as the Gladiators are at home in two weeks after a six-week little run. Frank, what is, uh, aside from the menu and aside from the new patio, what is the what is the energy right now as we're quote unquote past COVID? How is how is the weekend vibe? How, what is the scene for friends of the show? You know, I think it's kind of turning into a place where we could hug and not feel weird about it anymore. Yeah. Nice. We could shake hands and we could talk, and it's starting to get a little bit. I can't even say back to normal. It's a whole new normal where you're happy to see people's faces. So I, I, I would say that's kind of the vibe, and I'm enjoying it, man. It's it's great seeing people smile again. Have a cocktail, hug your friend, and a very tasteful Speedo. Frank Holloway, you're the absolute best. Thank you so very much. When we get back, one hour of the program left, boys. Two men on, 95.9 FM, live from Hollow Spirits, and AM 610, the sports animal. Welcome back to Hollow Spirits. What a heck of a day thus far. How many friends of the show we got here? Oh, there's a lot. There are Too a lo- many. There are a lot of friends of the show I think there's three Sorry, ben, tables that song open got now. Well, no, Fred's here. You can play it when Fred's here. It don't bother me. Back just when it's just me and Robert, it's a Nelliness day. Back at the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, Steph Griffin making the show go around. We're having a lot of fun. We're laughing a lot. Big thank you to Hollow Spirits for having us out. The Duke City Gladiators, they gone. They came and hung out, and then they – Left with us. The whole crew felt like the whole team was here for a minute. There's like a lot of people yeah. here. There's a lot of people here. A little bit of NFL talk. You were talking about that Buffalo Bills story. Can you break that down a little bit more and their response to that shooting? Well, yeah, you know, you know about the tragedy. I think everybody knows about the tragedy in Buffalo, but they all came together and supported each other. And, you know, football teams, baseball teams, sports teams, they, they, they do – public appearances all the time right but this time the whole roster showed up all 53 members of the buffalo bills they're not contractually obligated to be in town right now they flew back in from all other parts of the country to support their community and that kind of vibe is very much needed in a time of healing right now and a time where, you know, tons of people need help, and they all came together to help their well, community. And it's a beautiful thing. And it's the it's the Buffalo Bills, but also the Sabres as well. You know, like sports is such a big part of that Buffalo community. And, and to me, I think, you know, sports is a big part of healing. Like I think whenever you have a tragedy in a community and you have a lot going on, I'll go back to obviously to my personal experience, which was 2015, 2015, and that was the shooting of Mike Brown which I believe nationally known, that happened in St. Louis, Missouri, right outside a little town called Ferguson. Uh, it was nationally known as the hands up, don't shoot. That's that's kind sure. of where this this existed or grew from. And the St. Louis Rams at the time, the wide receiver core included like Sedman Bailey, who ended up being a victim of a gunshot later at one point. 
but Tavon Austin, and there was just a lot of guys, and they were doing a little bit of a unity thing for for hands up, don't shoot, and they were doing something to help heal the community because the riots that ensued afterwards, and the loss that was in Ferguson, not just of life, but of personal property and everything that surrounds it, the Rams were a crucial part in kind of calming that voice and calming that negative energy. And I'm not saying they were the playbook at all for the Buffalo Bills here because they weren't, but how vital it is for sports to be a part of the healing process. And I know that grocery in Buffalo, for example, is set up like a shuttle service, and they're they're moving individuals that, that maybe aren't mobile enough to go to other communities to shop, to, they're taking them to groceries elsewhere and, and providing them an opportunity to still, you know, feed their families. And I don't know, just an absolute heartbreaker of a time in Buffalo, but but just how powerful of a statement it is for the Bills to come through and, and provide for that community. Yeah, I mean, you nailed it right on the head when you said, you know, how important sports is for healing because football fan, sports fan, entertainment fan, Let's say football, for example. It's part of their normal life. Yeah. It brings them joy. Yeah. It brings them happiness. It brings a community together. It gets to. It helps them get together with their friends and family. And if you get a sense of normalcy back, if you get a sense of unity with your community back, it goes a long way. And kudos to the Bills and kudos to every sports organization who really has a big part well, in their community for healing. And talking a little bit about the Bills, too, but their fan base. You know, their fan base regularly does things that are adjacent Bills to Bills Mafia. The Bills Mafia sure. comes through regularly with very small donations but in very large quantities sure. to organizations that will that help others who are helping. And I don't know, it's an absolute testament. And whenever you brought that up earlier, you know, we had it on the docket to run through, but – yeah, just I don't know. Vital part, important part, and and I'm sure the Sabers will follow suit and, and have an action in that community as well. But yeah, uh, from from heartbreak is is a little bit of a of a positive spotlight on the community. And you you know these teams they're going to do stuff like this throughout the year. Some people are contractually obligated. Some people just really care about the community. They're going to do whatever they need to do. I.e., a great example is the Duke City Gladiators. Mm-hmm. Every public event. Every anything we do, nonprofit for the charity for the community, boom. Guess who's there? The Duke City Gladiators. Right. So shout out to any organization who really cares about the community, where they're from, and where they currently are. And, and you know what's interesting too about that, like the front office in upstate New York or western New York or the Lake Erie area or whatever you call it over there with Buffalo. But there's just the exact opposite on some football teams as well. You know, like let's talk about Cleveland for example. You know, Cleveland, they signed Deshaun Watson. Yeah. And Deshaun Watson is a, what's the word I want to use, terrible human being? Allegedly. Okay. But it it's not alleged. It's it's to the point, like, was he convicted in a court of law? No. No. But does it mean it doesn't exist? No. Sure. And, you know, using an example is Trevor Bauer in Major and, League Baseball. In the very, very, very best scenario, in the very, very, very best case, it's problematic. At the absolute best, it's problematic. The Well, at the absolute best, it's predatory and it's dangerous. Like, I, I think I think washing it down is not fair. And, and I think there are examples that can be set, and they should be set. And I'll use right now, there, there's a friend of the show right now listening to this program, 505-246-0610. And they're like, they're like well, he was, he's innocent to proven guilty, and he's – uh, as long as he can contribute on the field and all this 
asinine kind of dismissal of behaviors. But I'm telling you, public opinion matters. And who you are when no one's looking is the same person you are when you know people are looking. And and the Buffalo Bills are not the Cleveland Browns. That's the point I'm trying to get to. The Buffalo, exactly yeah, that. The, the Buffalo Bills would not have sniffed Deshaun Watson. I'm not saying because they have Joseph Allen up there at their quarterback. I'm saying because if they still had Mitch Trubisky, right? I feel the Beal, the Bills would not go after Deshaun that, Watson. That is how I feel. Sure. Yeah, and and you know, and that's a tough situation for fan bases and football teams. But if you we're in Albuquerque, New Mexico, you don't have to have an allegiance to any pro sports team. We don't have that outside the Albuquerque Isotopes. You don't have to have that. Pick the Bills. <laughs> yeah. Don't pick the Browns. Pick they, the Bills. After after what they did uh, the last 48 hours for their community, it's going to be hard to root against the Buffalo Bills this year. <sighs> this is one that's, like, weird to me, too. Like, not to get on a weird horse, but, you know, here in Albuquerque, we have a lot of NFL fans. There should be. Yeah. The NFL is. The country is, and the world. Yeah. Like, I, everyone in the city outside of me has a strong fandom for an individual team. I love that. Yeah. I love everything about that. Stop picking the ones that don't care. Like, go with the teams that care. No offense to you and your family and your dad and your uncle and every, every person that's coming to your lives, the Dallas Cowboys fan. The Dallas Cowboys, they don't go the way that Buffalo goes. They don't give. They don't care. And I don't just mean the team. I mean the fan base. I mean, you're talking about caring here, and, you know, the victims are real people in real life. They're just not characters in a story. Correct. All the alleged assaults on these uh, 22 and possibly more people in the Deshaun Watson case, these are real people. Yeah. They have real lives. They have real trauma because of this now. And just, for example, look at the way Cleveland handled the situation. Look at the way the NFL is currently handling the situation and compare that to Trevor Bauer, yeah, who is I would I would agree I mean I would argue that Trevor Bauer and Deshaun Watson are the same level of talented in their sport. Trevor Bauer is a Cy Young winner. Yes, you know he is a, an elite athlete. He's at the top of his sport. Look at his alleged crimes and the way MLB treated it and the way the Dodgers treated it. Los Angeles Dodgers said, "Poof, you're gone from our team immediately." Right. The second the allegations surfaced. And then once the allegations had some kind of validity, Major League Baseball, poof, you're gone for two years. Well, and, and, and now the NFL is looking for a reason not to punish Deshaun Watson. And putting it in perspective, NFL fan, because this is the one that's going to resonate with hard-headed, I love sports and shut up and dribble guy. Yeah. If the Major League Baseball, if Rob Manfred is doing it better than the league that you're a fan of, you know your league is screwing up. Rob Manfred, don't get it right. Major League Baseball doesn't get it right. Like how exceptional and special it is for you to be screwing up so bad NFL, Cleveland Browns, Roger Goodell, the fan base that is dismissive of all of this. Yeah, my experience uh, being a baseball fan and my experience as being co-host of Two Men On, I know anything that comes out of someone named Manfred's mouth is mostly wrong. Yeah, I see what you're doing, <laughs> but there's there's a severity level to this one that is not a punchline to me. Like, there's a severity level to this one that is, I cannot be more serious. The NFL is in, is a league similar to Major League Baseball where it's owned by billionaires that do not care about you. Do not care. Do not care. 
But I'm telling you, the players that come back on their own, the fan base, which is the Bills Mafia that gives, that is the thing that matters. That is the part where it's like, okay, here are the guys you can connect with. Because I promise you right now, if you come down and hang out with your boys at Hollywood tonight and you sit down with a millionaire, I literally know a guy in here who is a millionaire. I'm looking right at him. And if you come and sit down, you can still laugh at the same jokes and you can still eat over the same steak sandwich you can get along. You try to do that with a billionaire? We sat down with a billionaire at the Super Bowl and Tony Khan. And what words would you use to describe him as far as social norms go? I'm not saying any of this on air. No. No. Because there's not a connection. They don't get you. They don't care about you. The Buffalo Bills care. The Cleveland Browns do not. I agree completely. Not only did Cleveland entertain having Deshaun Watson in it as alleged crimes as part of their organization, they rewarded him for it. Handsome. With the largest guaranteed contract for a NFL player in the history of the sport. He got away with it, and he's being rewarded for it, and I find that disgusting. Trevor Bauer caught it hard, too, because, you know, he, his lawsuit and his civil suit and all that stuff, you know, dismissed, whatever. He's, he's not in trouble. That's how it is. But he didn't plead down with Major League Baseball. If he had done the deal with Major League Baseball, he was like, I'm sorry. I'm gonna do. He didn't. He was too hard-headed. Mm. And Major League Baseball was like, we'll just give you the hammer, dog. Like, and, and I'm telling you, there's something here with Deshaun Watson in the NFL to where they're going to use him as a, I don't know what word to use, martyr. That's not correct. They're going to use him as an example of how you can be reformed and you got to be sure. the best ever. And, and that's going to be this weird PR story that so many people are going to fall for. The NFL already has a team of people who are cultivating this redemption story for Deshaun Watson. Yeah. Well, and also, like, according to the NFL, money speaks louder than 22 women. There it is right there. Whenever we get back, more from Hollow Spirits. Two men on 95.9 FM. The sports animal. Did not connect with Josh Sushan today as the Isotopes played day game. I am excited to connect with him tomorrow, though, because I need to know how those automated strike zones go in van. It seems to be going pretty well so far. And good, I mean, good for Josh to yeah. take one day off from us. This, well, he, he needs yeah, it. He does need it. He's pretty good. He's a pretty good little broadcaster. And here's the thing about Josh he's a pro, and then there's us who are here. We're pro adjacent. Pro adjacent. Run through a bunch of them real quick. Story kind of hit the kind of hit its most momentum on, on Monday, but been a little bit of a trickle afterwards. Drew Brees conversation. Have you seen any of the social media stuff? Oh, I've seen all of it, my oh, friend. Okay, well, you give it to me then. Well, he hinted that maybe. His, I said his, maybe he might not be done with NFL football. He might not be done with NFL football, and just maybe. He said, maybe. You might see him back on an NFL field sometime you soon. You might be the one to see me. So maybe his his career isn't in the booth for NBC. After all the surgery. So what his future is, his future is being needy, and he can't take a month out of the public discourse. He is thirsty for attention. Oh, my God. He just had a shoulder surgery. Two days ago. He's he's going to be out for six months no matter what. October at best. Why do you want us talking about this mm-hmm. when you just had surgery? Yeah, who are you going to play for? You're 43, who are you gonna play and for? you're not Tom Brady. 
No one's going to give you a shot. Who, the Saints? Well, the Saints don't need them. They don't need them. That's what I'm saying. Who's, who would it be? It's nobody. It's literally nobody. And I'm not a, I'm not the guy who's like, I hate Drew Brees. He sucks. I mean, all the reasons I hate Drew Brees are off the field. Nobody wants Drew Brees. Drew Brees seems like a good dude. Yeah, I'm sure he's fine. I haven't heard a lot of horrible things. Oh, like, I have. Really? Yeah. Like, we talking like Deshaun Watson or Scottie Pippen? Uh, Where on the scale is he? He wanted it. He had a hard time because <laughs> he alienated himself from a lot of teammates due to staunch political beliefs. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, that's a, I mean, he was so good at football, he didn't have to go to class in college. Well, so, I mean, I mean, there's that. I feel like you could have gotten to Purdue. <laughs> Not it's that, called a boiler maker. Not that super impressive at all. The, the mascot's a boiler maker. The, a guy who builds. And friend of the show from Purdue, we love you so much. Yeah. Your degree mm-hmm. is worth as much as Harvard. And and what do you do? You you boil water. That's your mascot. A guy who stands. A guy who watches a pot. No, they make somebody boil water. It's a boiler maker. I don't know if I understand that. Like they don't even boil the water themselves. Maybe just had a boiler maker walk in just now. This is okay. I mean, new friend of the show. It's not a boiler. Purdue's maker. mascot. It's <laughs> just unacceptable. Live from Hollow Spirits, are your boys come? We'll be on the air till seven. We'll hang out a little bit later. We got a lot of friends of the show out, so we can't just walk out. This is gonna be a good one. I'm gonna eat one of those steak sammies. Pretty excited about that. Look, the vibe here is amazing. The food here is amazing. The drinks are amazing. I need to get you I can't, a... Even you, before they started paying us, I love this place. I need to get you a thesaurus. A thesaurus? Yeah. I need to get you a thesaurus. Let's help you out with your descriptors. Is great food? Does that not work? Well, you didn't... Great is the first time you said great. You have mentioned the food it being amazing every time you've mentioned the food. Oh, really? Yeah. Why? Well, it would be a weird thing to make up. So, like, with a thesaurus, you would go to the word amazing. Well, let me tell you a little about Holler Spirits. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> Any little thing that they do. Any little thing you do. I'm so in love with them. No. I see what you're doing. You said you were moving around a little bit, and uh, Fat Harvey can no longer play baseball? Uh, well, the Dark Knight, as he was known for one half of one season, right. uh, he got caught up in the Tyler Skaggs <sighs> scandal, the controversy, and he's apparently he was distributing drugs to other baseball players from drug dealers. And he had like a multi, allegedly, allegedly. At a multi-city network, for everywhere he went, he was able to score drugs for other baseball players. And now he's suspended upon further investigation. And I don't think the further investigation is going to go good for him or the Angels or any team he's played on or Major League Baseball. The official ruling. Rest in peace, Tyler Skaggs. The official ruling is 60-game suspension for distribution of oxycodone. Is that correct? I, I think it's going to get. I think it's going to be longer than that. I think that more dirt is going to come out on this oxycotton and other drug network, and it's just going to be worse. Here's the problem: such a strong union in Major League Baseball. By the way, I'm pro worker. Major League Baseball can't 
charge him with anything. Major League Baseball is not a legal authority. Correct. So there's going to be an appeal here. Correct. That appeal is going to be won by Matt Harvey. That appeal is going to be won by the MLBPA. And Major League Baseball is going to settle with Matt Harvey on something that removes him from the game. I can tell you that's what's going to happen. Well, he's going to have a career-ending injury right before this is announced. Also, I guess Matt Harvey is still in the league. Yeah. What team is he on? The, uh, the Angels still, allegedly. Uh, no. Yeah. I thought he was on the Mets. That shows you what I know. Yeah, that was a long time ago. That was like three teams ago. Also, and I know a little bit about oxycodone. I mean, I've never, I've never like, I'm not, I'm not a drug user. I've never done drugs. But I feel like if you're into anything that starts with the word oxy, be it codon or oxycodone, or there's a lot of different versions of it. Sure. That's not the only drug you're doing. That's not the only drug you have access to. That is not a gateway drug that you start with. That is a very hard prescription painkiller. And you got there in some steps of process to get there. And Matt, don't call me Fat Harvey, it, it definitely has had – some sort of dealings in, in other, I'm just going to use the word drugs, than, sure. than just those identified. Well, I mean, you're, you're talking about the heart of addiction right here. Yeah. Like there's, there's always more X's in the equation when it comes to addiction. There's, there's mental health, there's upbringing, there's physical health, there's stress. And like you said, like there's other substances in the equation that will contribute to you doing this. So you can't just like paint with a broad brush and say like, Oh, he's a millionaire baseball player. He gets to play a kid's game. What's he doing with his life? It's not as simple as that. It's way more complex. But the fact that because of his actions, it, le- it led to somebody else passing away from the same substance and right. or mix of substances, this is something that needs to be taken very seriously. And, it, and, it's, and there's so many major scandals, major controversies that happen all throughout sports, it's quite the dichotomy how we were just complimenting baseball in their response to Trevor Bauer, and then here we are with another scandal about a player passing away from a drug overdose and then a prominent player in baseball being his dealer. Well, I'll I'll tell you what's interesting is this came to Major Baseball through – like testimony through like his immunity testimony for the Tyler Scabs thing. So whenever that immunity (laughs) came through, that is whenever he was then charged by major league baseball and charged is not the proper word. That's when he was suspended. So sitting in a court of law and sitting in an investigation under immunity for your testimony, and then having that affect you at the workplace, this is just the due diligence of major league baseball. This is them putting him under the suspension and then, like I said, the settlement that will follow from MLBPA and the settlement that will follow with Harvey himself, this is him exiting Major League Baseball, though I believe he's under a minor league contract, and he will never play again. All right, we got some breaking news. We're going to lighten it up a little bit here. Friend of the show, Billy, just alerted me, and he's going to do his due diligence to find out where because this is not alerted to me yet. Breaking news. The super rare Noble Tiger has just been committed in baseball. So if you don't know what a Noble Tiger is, it is no outs, bases loaded, 
ending so, with a team incapable of getting join, an easy run. Joining us on the program, friend of the show, former outfielder for the UCLA Bruins, Billy Eagle. Billy, welcome to the show. Hey, Billy. Billy, you got to turn that mic, put that so, mic right in your mouth. Oh, thanks, so you alerted me from across the room that a noble tiger has just been committed today in Major League Baseball, and you have no idea how rare that is. All right, so give it to me. What is it, Billy? So uh, no outs, bases loaded, and uh, what is it like? No runs scored. Yeah, and the team doesn't get a run. So yeah. no outs, bases loaded, ending with the team incapable of getting an easy run. T i g e r. Noble Tiger. That is the stupidest yes. thing I've ever heard of. So what team it's, was this? It's very. It's a cousin of the Toot Blam. Yep. And that's thrown out on the base paths like a nincompoop. That's the Toot Blam. So what team? What? Give me again. What team was this? Well, we're, we're looking for it right now. Billy alerted me from I across, know happened today. A, across the bar. Okay, so I don't necessarily know if this is the breaking news that you believed it the, to the, be. There's probably one, maybe two noble tigers every year. Because when there's bases loaded and nobody out, you get one or two runs like clockwork. So this is as rare as a no-hitter, and it just happened in Major, Major League Baseball. Okay, but we don't know the team's... Yes. Or when it happened. Because he frantically. Of oh, the waved. Diamondbacks. The Diamond. Of course it's okay. the Diamondbacks. So that is not that okay. is not a world of impressive the way that I thought it was when it was originally described to me. Well, the Diamondbacks are in last place in the National League West, but they'd be in second place in almost every other division in baseball. That's how good the National League West is. But let's I'll, I'll give you the play-by-play, Fred. Alex Thomas, rookie outfielder for the Diamondbacks, Starts off with a single. Jake Hager, who I think is... Professional uh, wrestler Jake Hager in AEW. the bassist for Nickelback, maybe? Nah, I already told you. He also got a single. Dalton Varsho, which uh, I think he works at Home let me, Depot. Let me guess, station to station here, right? He works at Don't, <laughs> Home Depot. Gets a single, runs don't score. So now we got the bases loaded with nobody outs. Okay? Jordan Luplo strikes out on a foul tip. That makes sense. Just the tip. Then Paven Smith strikes out swinging. Sucks. Then Christian Walker grounds out to end the inning. That's your first noble tiger of the year, that is, sports fans. That is not breaking news, Billy, but thank you so very much <laughs> for bringing that to the attention. But it did happen. <laughs> it just happened. just happened. There you go. Whenever we get back, more from Hollow Spirits. We're two men on 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. program live from hollow spirits we're having a lot of fun we're laughing a lot gladiators are gone gladiator tickets are gone and it's our first day here at hollow spirits we're here today we'll be here next friday for the soft opening of the upstairs patio we're very excited about that also an individual will be part of the soft opening our new friend friend of the show Brittany. and let me get make sure i got this right sterling there it is, Brittany. Right. Welcome to the program. You've been here at Hollow Spirits for about a year. Obviously, uh, wait tables, sling drinks, kind of do the whole thing. But Albuquerque, born and raised, and talk a little bit about Hollow Spirits and the impact it's had here in the community. So, like I said, you said I've been here a little over a year. Um, it's been amazing. I've made the most amazing friends here. The customers are amazing. Like, it's just a great time. I don't think I've ever had a job that was this fun. Like, I actually enjoy coming to work. Oh, like doing day. radio and stuff. And just <laughs> yeah, out or whatever. no biggie, you know. <laughs> I also love the word amazing. And I also love uh, dragons. Where did your love of dragons come from? We just, a little behind the scenes stuff. 
we just uh, had to Google wyverns because I thought a, a wyvern was a dragon without wings. It turns out that it's a dragon with two legs. It's, so where did your love of dragons come from? Um, so <laughs> when I was younger, my brothers used to watch like a lot of anime and stuff. Okay. And I saw Spirited Away. <gasps> for the I love Spirited Away. And Very you know Haku when he turns yes. into the dragon. I don't know. I just thought it was like the most beautiful thing. It and is. So I just always loved them. If I ever got a tattoo, I can't get tattoos because I'm super afraid of needles. Okay. But if I ever got a tattoo, I would get a dragon on my back. Well, good. That's go. good for future drug use for sure. <laughs> Did I tell my parents? That's the spirit <laughs> of the Kohaku River, Fred. Just, you didn't know. That's a little Miyazaki lore. A lot of words yeah. there that I'm not familiar with. <laughs> what I am familiar <laughs> with are the United Watch Parties that you and I, Van, have hosted many times. You and Tyler Ortega this past weekend, voice of the United. Talk a little bit, Brittany, about those watch parties. Talk about how fun it is to get sports enthusiasts out here to Hollow Spirits and how they enjoy the atmosphere. I honestly did not know what to expect when they had their first watch party here. Yeah. And it's crazy to see how into sports people are just because I myself is I'm not really more of a into, dragon girl yeah. <laughs> or anime. <Yeah. laughs> so I'm not really a sports person. And just to see how people interact and like seeing like how. You guys, like, ask them, like, so who do you think is going to make the first goal? Or, yeah. like, all those things and seeing how enthusiast, like, enthus what's the word? Enthusiasm. Enthusiast. <laughs> I can't say it. The, you could just say enthused. How enthused people get. And there is it. something yeah. fun about watching, you know, people enter a party or hollow spirits or whatever it may be. And, and they come in strangers, but they leave friends. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and that's a big part of the energy that surrounds the watch parties here for the United and, and kind of all the other ongoings. The opening of the patio upstairs, the soft opening next Friday, what do you expect to see as far as the clientele? What do you expect to see as far as the community coming out and supporting? Um, well, I hope to see everyone yeah. come out. It's The patio is so beautiful. They've waited so long for this and worked so hard for it. So I'm excited to see everything come together finally because it's only been like a picture in our minds for so long. So like now to actually see everything come to be is insane. And Brittany, you hinted at it earlier, but Hollow Spirits is a family-owned, family-ran business. Mm -hmm. It's it's like its own little family here. Oh, yeah. You're part of the family. What's that like to be part of such a family that loves the Albuquerque community? It's amazing because it's like you get to meet people from different places and everyone comes together for events and we make things for the community, you know. It gives like a purpose to the community, I feel. And like it's just amazing to be a part of and to... Next Friday, your boys are live from the soft opening of the patio upstairs. We'll be laughing a lot, enjoying that one. And then following that, isotopes every Saturday. That's our thing. You know, that's our Friday move is isotopes. Fridays, Fridays is for the isotopes. Fridays is for baseball. But we'll have the soft opening here, and that'll be a laugh, and we'll enjoy that greatly. Brittany, you're here most nights of the week all throughout, and it's 3 p.m. during the week still close, and it's 11 a.m. during the weekend still close. When is close? Um, so Monday through Thursday or Sunday through Thursday, we close at 11 p.m. And Friday and Saturday, we'll close at midnight. That's pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty good. So Not too bad. Located uh, here on First Street, just south of, Mount, or excuse me, just north of Mountain. And it's the place to be. Once you see a face come in, you see a face for the first time, how long does it take to develop a regular relationship with someone here? 
It depends on, honestly, like right now it's not like super busy. Um, I like to talk to my tables and kind of like get to know them and joke mm -hmm. around with them a little bit. And I can tell when people, when I'm going to recognize them, if they, the way they like interact with me. Because yeah. some people don't really want to like interact. And so I feel like those are the people that it takes me a little bit longer to like get to know and have regulars. But once they start coming in and we start talking like. Just like that. Here's here's your next regular right here. You see him in the blue shirt? That's the one right of the there. friends of the show right the friend, there. Friend of the show, Mike Falcon right there. He's going to be your next regular. So, so be, be nice to him. He, I he remember deserves, him. He deserves the good treatment. I got you. The new menu came out today, so you have it all memorized perfectly, correct? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't say that. <laughs> Were you a part of this taste testing process? Were you part uh, of kind of deciding what's going to make it out to the, to the friends of Hollow Spirits? Um, not really deciding, but I did get to try everything. Yeah. And I, it's all so good. This is probably one of my favorite menus that we've come out with since I started working here. Adult, I, adult beer float, man. I'm mm -hmm. so excited for that. Tractor blood, orange cider, and orange sherbet. Mm -hmm. We have a little s'more, a s'morshy board. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think I At said that At the bottom that right. of the previous page. Graham crackers, chocolate, and marshmallows. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. And you get to, Sweet. like, roast your own marshmallow with a little candle. It's great. Can I sub Reese's? No. Put a little Reese's cup on here. I think that'd be pretty good. That's some next-level camping stuff yeah, right there. Yeah, yeah, what Fred it. is referring to is making s'mores with a Reese's peanut butter cup instead of Hershey's chocolate. Okay. Yeah, okay. see? Yeah, I see your eyes right I'll, now. I'll make the suggestion. <laughs> Maybe we can tweak <laughs> it a little bit. <laughs> Brittany, thank you so very much for sitting down with us. What is uh, you're going to be here the rest of the week? I sure will. And if anyone comes in and says, hey, I'm a friend of the show, can I sit in Brittany's section? You can make that happen. I sure can. I like everything about that. <laughs> Brittany, thank you so very much for taking the time. Brittany Sterling, an absolute blast, and we're enjoying it here at Hollow Spirits. Whenever we get back, today's varsity van, today's I-9 varsity. Stoked. Which I don't think we picked, so we'll have to decide what it is during the break. We, we scribbled some stuff down on commercial breaks. That's, we'll figure it out. That's exactly what it's going to end up being. Brittany, <laughs> any final words? Well, thanks for having me on the show. and. Aww. Hope to see you guys around soon. Oh, You're going to be sick of us yeah, soon. it's going to be a little too yeah. much, actually. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like we have a lot of fun together. <laughs> We've been raging so far. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. D, Quartz Animal. Back live from Hollow Spirits, and we're wrapping up the program. Very good program today. Thank you to the list of guests that we had, including the Duke City Gladiators. Thank you to Robert Gallegos, the Blue Tails. Thank you to everyone at Hollow Spirits. Uh, it's just been an absolute banger of a program, and we laughed a lot. A little sports adjacent for the most part, but I like that insight that we got from the Gladiators. It's fun to talk about travel. It's fun to talk about away games. It's fun to talk about, you know, players off the field. Sure. I mean, it's a lot of fun, like, it's like looking behind the curtain and see what it's like when they're on the road, mm -hmm. what it's like in the locker room. Because, like, hey, everyone's a Duke City Gladiator fan. You know how fun it is to be there. You know how fun it is to go watch a game. But you don't know anything about the dudes. You don't know their personality. You don't know what it's like behind the scenes. And I love taking a look behind the curtain. Well, and I very much appreciate how excited people are about it because it's, you know, we had a we had a stack of tickets. And was it all the tickets in the world? No, but I, we probably gave out a dozen. Two dozen. Yeah, we probably gave out two dozen tickets here, which was pretty excellent. So that's a that's a fun little to-do and a happening and, and maybe birth some new fans to the Gladiators. So how tremendous is that? And then we will be here next Friday for the soft opening 
of the patio. So we're very excited about that at Hollow Spirit. So, yeah, a fun little first broadcast from Hollow Spirit. And, and thank you to everyone involved, including Frank Holloway, the owner and CEO. This is uh, going to be a hot, hollow summer, man. I'm really stoked for the hot hashtag, hot, hollow summer. Come check us out at every event. I love this place. I love the look of it. I love the smell of it. And I love the way it tastes in my mouth. We were here for the menu release, okay, man? That was the the big spotlight for today at Hollow Spirits. And we thought, well, we have to do a varsity. We have to do an I-9 varsity, right? Yeah. So today's I-9 varsity, by the way, connect with I-9 Sports League Office 280 and I-9sports.com. 505-312-4999 is the best way to reach out to get your kids involved in youth sports. It's all developmental, and they do it all in one day, man. It's practice and games on Saturday morning, so it is that I know how busy people are. It is kind of that time restraint that's not a restraint. It's actually a time optimizer. So connect with I-9 Sports and, and make that thing happen. All right, Van. Okay. Today's I-9 Varsity is going to be the varsity of menu changes. Okay. Okay. All right. We're doing this in celebration of Hollow Spirits, who announced the big menu changes today and added what we believe to be a lot of crowd favorites would you like to go first, or would you like me to go first? I'll tell you what. I'll go first this time. All right, you go first. Because I got a big one. All right. Take your time. Sorry about that. So my favorite menu change all time, and I usually end with the menu change that I prefer or whatever the I-9 Varsity is, but yes. I'm going to kick it off with my favorite menu uh-huh. change. When the menu changes from breakfast to lunch. That's a good one. I'm not a breakfast guy. Yeah. Huevos Rancheros, over hard, red, and as spicy as mm-hmm. possible. That's about all the breakfast I do. I Okay, I see what you're doing there. And I don't hate that answer because I don't eat breakfast for dinner. I'm not a breakfast for dinner guy. I won't do it. I like dinner for dinner. I like dinner for dinner. I like lunch for lunch. I also like breakfast for breakfast. So let's not try to make you're, something what it's not. You're a Cracker Barrel guy. Yeah, I'm so a big do, Cracker Barrel guy. You do guy. a lot of breakfast. Yeah. Yeah. When given the opportunity, yes, yes, on breakfast. Me, I'll just have like a handful of fresh fruit and a mimosa. Every time the McRib comes back. Oh, you stole my final one. So, oh, you jerk. Every single time the McRib exists, that is a good menu change, period. Well, people are always like, why don't they just leave it on the menu? And I'll tell you why they futures. don't just leave it on the menu. Because if it was always on the menu, you'd f- you wouldn't forget how gross it is. You need a few months in between the McRib coming back to remember, like, oh man, I wonder what that tastes like. You get a little bit of nostalgia, mm-hmm. and you forget how gross it is. It's actually not gross at all. It's very delicious, <laughs> and it uh, has to do with pork futures, man. That's why that's why it is seasonal and sporadic because it's when McDonald's can buy pork cheap enough. McDonald's is such a large company. Are you familiar with all these kind of statistics? Yes. So the the egg industry, like because egg McMuffins, without McDonald's, it would crash. Absolutely crash. Coca-Cola, the Coca-Cola like fountain drink industry, would crash without McDonald's. They have their own recipe at McDonald's. Isn't that crazy? It's crazy. They got it all. I have one. Oh, well, Steph, please. So I don't necessarily drink alcohol, but the happy hour menu at Sonic. Shouldn't I be happy every hour? I hate when it's certain hours. Well, here's a little, (laughs) I got a little inside baseball for you, Griff. If you get the Sonic app, 
It's happy hour prices all day long. Oh, my gosh. Stephanie's going to get diabetes so now. there you go, girl. Look what you did, Fred. Cherry limeade. Okay. So, you know, my first answer was when breakfast turns to lunch. Yeah. You might be surprised to learn mm-hmm. that my next answer on the I-9 varsity of menu changes is when the lunch menu turns to dinner. Okay, Because yeah. I'm a big dinner guy. Yeah, that's a big change. I, lo- I love dinner. <laughs> When it changes from lunch uh-huh. to dinner. And I have different, like, mm-hmm. okay, larger portions. It's usually more dinner-centric, more uh, pointed towards someone who might be asleep in two hours. Uh, this is like you to just look over brunch. This is I'm a big brunch. Hey, 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 hold on. I'm a big brunch personality. guy. It's, how about whenever Subway stops serving roast beef? Because that is for Arby's. If you, Subway, thought you were going to be in the roast beef game, you are wrong. You were never going to be a player in the game. And for you to even be there was being an impersonator to the game. So I thought that was a smart change to focus on what you do well, and that's the cold cut combo. Well, Fred, to be fair. To be fair. Uh, to be fair. Neither of those restaurants are in the roast beef game because <laughs> what they sell is not roast beef. Oh, okay. That is not what real roast beef is. It's like a, a big football-shaped hot dog that they slice. That's not real roast beef. Delicious football-shaped hot dog roast beef. Correct. Okay, to go along so with next the Arby's, my, why oh, do they Steph, call them got potato one? cakes and not just hash browns? The, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And you're a, you're a Pappas guy. There's, it's just hash browns you can eat at lunch. It's, yes. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's a French fry that's just cut different. To me, a cake should just be a sweet. Square, <laughs> square French fry is what it is. Fred, you might be noticing a theme by this point. Uh huh. Next on my I nine varsity of menu changes is the menu changes from dinner back to breakfast. What? Because I had a I had a big dinner and I had a good night's sleep and then I got to sleep it off. Are you just skipping dessert? Yeah, I don't do dessert. What? I usually, I usually just drink. No. Yeah, I just drink. This is an absolute terrible list. <laughs> See, and to go with your guys' thing is that that's why I like breakfast at night because breakfast is sweet, and so it kills dinner and your dessert. Okay, waffles Steph has her breakfast at night. That's pretty good, actually. The uh, I'm going to go the opposite direction. We've okay. Been, we've been talking about a lot of positive menu changes. Okay. How about whenever KFC got rid of the double-down sandwich, which was just two chicken fillets fried and then smashed between them a bunch of cheese. How did I miss that deliciousness? Isn't that everything at KFC? You're just describing everything at KFC. No, you guys except are, for you hold this one in your hand. Guys, bacon, cheese between two pieces of fried chicken. But here's the catch. There was no bread. The chicken, the breaded chicken. The breading on the outside of the chicken is the bread. <laughs> is the bread. Yeah. It was just two hunks of chicken. Cheese and I believe bacon smashed into it, and I'm going to tell you that it was a poor decision for KFC to get rid of that. That was a staple. Who invented right, this? Delicious. Joey Chestnut. <laughs> they should sell that at that 2 a.m. when the bars close. That's see Griff. Griff gets it. Or you could just handle your liquor like an adult. <laughs> I mean, I, I just get hungry. Oh, you know? I mean, just a, yeah. Um, the jazz cabbage makes me hungry, not got, the bar letting out. I got one bonus one before I go back to Van, and he talks about. Um, yeah, I skip breakfast and go to brunch yep, is my last one. Yeah, got it, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Bottomless yeah. mimosas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> the, uh, the absolute last one for me was when Taco Bell discontinued the Mexican pizza, 
Oh, it's back, my well, friend. And I tell you what, I love the outrage of uh, white girls. Okay. I love the outrage of. that's as spicy as it gets for them. Yes, of that fan base. Uh-huh. Griff, how upset were you when there were no more Mexican pizzas? I don't even remember them having that. See? That, see that? Well, and you shouldn't yeah. have because mm-hmm. you're cultured. But, yeah, I like that because I, like, uh, I like when the masses are upset and, and the masses were upset whenever they discontinued the Mexican pizza, and then those cowards gave in and brought it back this week. 30 seconds. It's just the exact same ingredients of a taco, but it's flat. Grow up, Janice. There's only three ingredients at the taco. Yes. Van, any final words before we wrap it up at Hollow Spirits? Oh, my goodness. Had so much fun today. Anything we didn't cover today, make sure you check out on the opening drive tomorrow morning with Jeff, JJ, and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.